With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, kid. You want a toy? Uh-huh, uh-huh. How about a bike? No. A video game. No! <laughs> well, okay. You pick a toy. Hmm, I want... Log! <laughs> boy, oh boy. Yes, log. All kids love log. What rolls past pairs, the owner and pairs, rolls over your neighbor's dog. Let's wait for a snack, if it's on your back, it's Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Woo! Norwegian. Goddamn Swedes, man. Fuck, I don't know. Everybody, I'm late. Welcome to episode 250-something. Seven? Eight? Something like that. Something, I don't know. I'm late. I fell asleep, Tim. I fell asleep on the couch. No shit. (laughs) I was about to give up. I fell asleep. Tim's on fucking... Tim's on the other end of the internet screaming, where's Kyle? Stop pooping. I'm not pooping. I was asleep. (laughs) Uh-huh. Anyway, let's start since we're a half hour late because technology doesn't work. 
It's still saying the internet is fucked up. I, I don't know. Dude, I, dude, that's, I'm telling you, I don't know what is going on. I have no idea. I hope it's recording. Anyway, <laughs> your copy of The Barn and you, your, your hacked fire stick is in the mail. Why were you trying to sell it for meth? I was not. Okay. You want to hear the story? <laughs> I've got. I'm full of stories. Newsflash: We had, we didn't record last week because a lot of shit life happened. Yeah. And uh, uh, we'll I'll talk about that. But the first first story is story time. Everybody, I'm gonna turn into one of those YouTube fucking drama queens. Story time. So I've had Tim's copy of the barn forever. I just forgot it was here, and he's like, I want my copy of the bar back. Okay, I'll send it to the mail. Um, somebody, I sent, I sent it on Monday. Tim hadn't got it yet. It was like the next Monday. He's like, dude, what the fuck's going on? So I get on the internet, and I look up the tracking number that they give you, you know? Mm-hmm. And it says it's still in Portland. It's been sitting there for a week. And you know how, I've told you before, how notoriously bad my post office is it's god awful yeah so i go up there and i ask the guy i said man what the heck it's been sitting here for a week what's going on evidently all the mail (laughs) has been sitting there for three or four days nice because some genius in my town decided to ship meth through the mail so (laughs) they caught it at the post office and i guess when that happens they have to have somebody from indianapolis come down and do some, I don't know, anti-meth shit to everything. <laughs> it got shipped out, but it, it, it is out. It is on the way, sir. It has been, it has left my town. So next stop, your doorway. Uh-oh. Are you there? No, yeah. It's just, I, <laughs> your I'm not story trusting ended this. abruptly, you know. I'm not trusting that this internet is still not fucked up. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's 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 on your. It'll be there sometime, probably Tuesday, Monday. Okay. Ew, gosh. Yeah, and the best thing, the best thing to tell you about that hacked fire stick is, uh, just you just just play around with it. You'll figure it out. You're yeah. not gonna mess it up. Yeah, it's 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 easy to figure out what's going on. Just just play around with it. And uh, I was gonna, I was gonna warn you um i should have put a different operating system on it i think you have voodoo i think it's called okay but like all the porno is not hidden it's okay. like right out right out in the open or you've got a category that says porn okay or triple x or something so you know watch out with the kids yeah that's fine okay <laughs> Sad part is that actually probably wouldn't get used for that. <laughs> That's um, the sad part. Yeah, spoiler alert, this hack fire stick porn, not the best selection. <laughs> not 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 the greatest thing in the world. But yeah, man, uh, we did have a, a show last week. I yeah. put the kibosh on it because I lost my grandpa. Yeah. Uh, and the funeral was Friday, and it was a whole big thing. And stuff because uh uh another story time part you do you want to hear story part two of course. you haven't heard uh 
busted pipe story, have you? No, well, I remember you told me this, and I said to the wife, I was worried because I thought you redone your whole bathroom already. No, in uh, in April. Okay, so, and that was I was like, oh, that's gotta suck. No, it's 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 in April. We put it off. Um, the guy cut me a thousand dollar discount if he let like a couple. He he was gonna go work on some other people, so he knocked a thousand dollars off if he could come like two months later. And I said, fuck yeah, dude, hell yeah. Um, anyway, you know, an hour before my grandpa didn't have a funeral. He had like just the viewing and then like the graveside service thing yeah 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 yeah. i guess that's like a a lot of people are doing that now because especially in my town like the guy who owns the funeral joint Mm -hmm. is also the local slumlord that no one likes so nobody really likes to put money in his pocket yeah but yeah he didn't he didn't have one so an hour before the graveside whatever i I get to get in the shower and we're all going to meet at my mom's house and go from there and I, i go to get in the shower and I'm like, what? What's going on here? I hear, I hear dripping, and I'm like, okay, my shower's not dripping, my sink's not dripping. What the fuck is going on? That's not up, good. No, it's not. I open up the bottom of my sink and uh, open up the little drawers down there, and, and I see there's water down the ground. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'm moving my hand around to find out where it's uh, it's coming from, and my hand bumps a little hose that is going from the pipe where yeah. the water comes in to yep. the knobs yeah 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 and for having hard water all those years uh it, it, it had corroded it just completely busts off oh and i have a water fountain spraying in my, my i flooded my fucking bathroom an <laughs> hour before the fucking funeral i had to run up to the city works department and have two guys come over and shut it off at the at the street and and it really sucked. So the plumber came, fixed it, put a new pipe on there. Little did the plumber know that pipe had a pinhole in it, and it shot water for eight hours while I was at my mom's house. The night I was drinking. Yeah, yeah, drinking yeah. I remember you said that. Yeah, it shot water behind the wall so so long that when I came home, I had a hole in my wall I could put my fist through. Wow. So I had fun, yeah, fun times. Yeah, I'm sure, like, that just, you know, you probably had a good drunk going on, and that ruined it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, then uh, I had to call my dad to come help me turn the water off at the street where they had, mm-hmm. the city had, and the fucking jackasses from across the road has were parked right on top of the fucking sewer lid. So we had to go get in a fight with them to move their fucking car because they're assholes. Fuck those people. But anyway, my week sucked. <coughs> um, I saw that you were uh, finding Chud Blacksmith. What was going on? <laughs> Are they forging weapons of mass destruction now? I'm just going to say this. This was under a kitchen sink. That was the biggest fucking cleaver I had ever seen in my life, dude. I'm thinking, like, some Nightbreed character would wield that shit. This is before I went to the basement to go check for Chuds. I opened up a sink, and there it was. Maybe I have Chuds. I was like, whoa. 
Because my plumbing problems, man, an army of juggalos couldn't have fucking fixed that shit. I'm going a, I'm to a blame the chuds, Tim. Uh, you should. Uh, probably Daniel Stern's probably under your sink right now. Goddamn John Goodman, dude. That yeah. Son of a bitch. I'm going to blame the Swedes. Blame the Swedes. Fucking Swedes. Anyway, uh, we got a lot to cover, and I'm a half hour late. So what did you watch? Oh, I want to hear. Man. I want to hear new puppet master news. I want to hear how the new puppet master was. Okay. Um. Hold on a Doesn't second. Sound good already. Uh. Well, I. It, it's twofold. Okay. I. Okay. Hold on. I gotta shut something off because it keeps playing. <laughs> okay. Uh, part of it is since you brought up Puppet Master, we'll go there first. Access Termination, which is the final chapter of the Access trilogy. I was gonna say, okay, I'm calling bullshit already on that. It, well, it is. It, it, I mean, it truly is. It's not the final chapter in the series. This is the right. at, at this recent trilogy that Charles Ban is doing was doing, and. It's decent. It's <laughs> cheesy. You know what I mean? It's got the cheesiness of Puppet Master. But as you get about halfway through it, like, the effects for the puppets, of course, are nowhere near up the par that even probably, say, the first Access of Evil movie, like, six years ago. It, it just... I wonder if... Charles Band literally uh, shit this movie out to get it done and over with. <laughs> Is it because I I just one I think he screwed himself when he decided to venture off and make like uh, this into a trilogy, especially when he got the first two out in like eighteen months, and then this right. one's taken over four years. And on top of that, he spends way too much time fucking trying to make another stupid-ass infomercial, a.k.a. Evil Bong film. I knew you were not happy with and that Evil Bong shit. I just, I don't understand. You're sitting there asking people for money on Indiegogo. Meanwhile, you get Trent Haga to come and do another Killjoy movie in the past year, which was awesome again. And you just allow this Puppet Master movie just to sit out there. And the sad part is, I have met and run into and have talked to on Facebook more Puppet Master fans now than I ever had in my life. And a lot of these people are much younger and just finding these Puppet Master movies. It's finding a whole new audience and he's pissing around. I just totally feel if he's going to put if he's gonna put a full moon in all in one, all of his eggs in one basket, start doing one-offs of the Puppet Master movies, because clearly something is up with the that higher budgeted Puppet Master movie. That I don't think that's gonna ever happen, dude. It's supposedly it's done, but is it gonna I'll get released? It when I see it, yeah, I see. I honestly go back. I to when they first showed those puppets and just how people not only just random horror fans but p- 
people that were hardcore fans like myself of Puppet Master were just like, that is a complete insult. I think it's a troll. I think it's a troll maneuver, dude. And it just, it, 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 it's stupid. I don't care if it is the troll maneuver because if you release that movie and those stupid ass looking puppets are in the movie, it's going to be a piece of shit. It looked like somebody, I could have made those puppets. They looked like stick figures. But going back to Access Termination, basically, you know, now uh, the puppets team up with, they kill off the two main characters that were taking care of them in the first two movies. They literally kill off these characters the first five minutes of term, uh, Access Termination. I forget this dude's name, but he's in a ton of the uh, Asylum Entertainment movies. And He's in there. He is Captain Brooks. He gets together with Dr. Ivan, and they have people that the U.S. are going to send in that have special abilities that team up with the puppets to basically take down the Nazis since the Nazis have their own magic occult thing going down, and basically that's the whole thing of this. Now, if there's something you want to take away from this Puppet Master movie... It's pretty damn bloody for a Puppet Master movie. It, Blade cuts through someone's chest at one point, uh, goes through someone's mouth. It, it just there's a there's a good amount of gore in this for a Puppet Master movie. Usually it's just a cut and a slash here and there. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. a decapitation. No, this actually maybe had some, Leech Woman vomits. Yeah, th- this actually had some blood in it, which was surprising, but. And like I said, you get halfway through the movie and it's kind of like, yeah, this could be so much better if Charles Band would like stop dicking around and actually put some effort into this. It's and like I, Tim Gross needs to be on the payroll, man. Yeah, I do. I do. But I honestly, I do believe Access Termination, it, it is literally okay. Like, it's literally how we talk about Malcolm McDowell. You know how you always oh. talk him, call him Captain Paycheck, just shows up. Oh, no. Get check. Yeah. And I feel that's what this Puppet Master movie is, is literally Charles Van just pooped it out like, give me the money. This is done. I got this out of the way now. Let me go uh, pimp uh, Evil Bong 777 on Indiegogo. And it just, uh, it drives me up a wall. It, I'm interested in the Puppet Master series. I don't give a shit about the Evil Bong shit. I, you know what? The first Evil Bong movie? Yes entertaining tommy chong was in it once you got past the first one it really drastically goes downhill exception in the second one where tim thomerson shows up as jack death for like five seconds doesn't he just come out and says dry hairs for squids and then that's it yes i figured yeah and that's bottom line those movies just take a horrible horrible downhill slide especially just especially after the third one because that was when he started doing the indiegogo and he's doing one of these a year now the evil bong movies i i don't know why it just i am guessing it's easy money and if in personally if that's all you're doing this for then please go away as much as i love charles band please go away I hate when people do that. Go be John Carpenter. Go smoke weed and collect paychecks. Play video games. Yeah. Go, you know, 
collect paychecks for your past work, not just keep shitting on your work that you got sitting there. That fucking sucks, dude. Bring back, like, he's got, I'm not the big, you're the, you're the full moon, dude. I'm just, he's got so many properties that seem more interesting that he could be fucking around with. Well, that's what I'm saying. Evil bong. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I don't understand. Um, the logic of it is the bottom line. I don't understand the logic because puppet master, you can literally make, you can't tell me you can't get David Dakota involved and some of the other people that were from the past get involved. Do one movie a year has nothing to do. You did it in the past. The first few Puppet Master movies had nothing to do with the others. Why can't you do that now? I don't know. He and lost He lost me when he lost Jeff Burr's number. Yeah, exactly. Jeff Burr would easily do this. I don't understand because you would make the money. There's an audience for it. There's actually an audience that's clamoring for it. And the sad part is, I bet you any amount of money if he started doing that – I bet you he could get some kind of Netflix deal or some other kind of deal outside of Full Moon Streaming if he would actually put, you know, actually five minutes of his time into the Puppet Master movies. And like you said, subspecies, yes, for years he does the Full Moon road shows and stuff like that yeah. and basically keeps claiming, oh, yeah, we're going to do part five. We're gonna do-. Dude, people want you to do part five, but instead you go do a movie. That literally, literally only caters to five percent of the full moon fans, and that five percent's giving you all their money just to make another stupid evil bong movie. That comes in, in when you watch it; it's one giant infomercial for full moon streaming and what merchandise you can get on the full moon site. Like, look here, we have another, we have an alternate version of Ginger Dead Man. Fighting evil bong, EB. Just, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm old. It just pisses me off that there should be 26 Puppet Master movies now. I agree. And they could be so much better. I agree. I don't know, I didn't I didn't get to see this new one yet. It just, it bothers me. I, I don't hate it, but this is far from... Ah, uh, the best Puppet Master. I'd say this Puppet Master movie is just a little bit better than Retro Puppet Master. I don't like Retro Puppet Master. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh man, is it? It's got to be better than the Corey Feldman one, right? I don't count the Corey Feldman one. Oh, okay. That's a sore subject that just doesn't exist. Sorry, Tristan Martin, but <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> that that one just doesn't exist in my universe. Understood. We've went through that <laughs> many times. Anyway, but then, what else do you have on the uh, list? Uh, anyhow, I the guys that made the barn, uh, one of the guys, Zane Hirschberger, who was the cameraman throughout the barn, um, and just made another short film for the project that I went to see Friday, which I've already seen a screener for, 1031. Uh, he sent me his short film called Devolution, that basically got him started making movies and it's like a half hour long and the intro, as soon as I started watching the intro, I emailed him. I was like, you went for Night of the Demons. He's like, yes, you're the first person that got it. This <laughs> 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 is like, yep. And if, I don't know if you've ever seen them, but there's these, again, Full Moon, there's some underrated 
films called uh, Witch House. Witch House 1, 2, and 3. And I think the third one had Debbie Rashawn and Brink Yeah, I've never seen any of those. Yeah, they're really, they're good. They were independent. Full Moon basically picked them up to distribute them. Somebody else made them. I think Bookwalter was involved on the second and third one. Oh, did you see Bookwalter's coming to, he's going to be at Wasteland. Oh, awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, uh, anybody get, hasn't seen these Witch House films, do yourself a favor. Full Moon, uh, sales this week. I'm sure all three are on there. Uh, do yourself a favor, track down the films. They're worth watching if you like witches and demons and stuff. And that's kind of like what this is. It's pretty cool. Like these kids want to get into Halloween spirit. They start having, doing a seance and they start ha- doing games to communicate with people from the past. And of course, oh. the, the one girl falls into a trance and she, when she awakens, she becomes all evil and people get fucking killed. <laughs> That is Night of the Demons. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I liked it. Um, I I told him you could definitely tell, because this is four years before the barn, and I was like, yep, yeah, I could tell you or somebody to take seriously. Uh, Amusement, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. I did get this. I got a copy of Killing Gunther and laughed my ass off. It's pretty good, wasn't it? I, I mean, for having Arnold maybe for a day and he wasn't leaving his house. Yeah, he did like a great fucking job. Like literally, he's in the movie what ten, twelve minutes. Yeah, at the very end. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's a good twelve minutes. Yeah, and I'm sitting there watching it, and even you take him out of the equation, I'm just it's still pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I'm laughing. I'm like, this got to be one of the weirdest movies that Arnold's like been in, and. When they finally get to him, it was just great. The payoff was awesome. Mm-hmm. I, re- I really enjoyed that movie. Uh, of course, I got a copy of Nazis at the Center of the Earth. Jake Busey masterpiece? Yes. <laughs> That's got to be terrible. It has to be horrible. It's this... I, honest to God, Kyle. Honest to God, I'd say... Up until the last 15 minutes of this movie... It is really good. Oh, wow. It is really good. Asylum Entertainment did a great job. Um, and this is not your typical Asylum Entertainment movie. Uh, there is a good amount of gore. People getting their faces ripped off in this because the Nazis are doing flesh experiments and they need flesh. They need fresh flesh to uh, put it on their own. There is actual nudity in here, not like that's the big part of the movie, but they're basically these three, like, Nazi soldiers that, like, their faces and arms are falling off, <coughs> ripping these chick's clothes off, and basically trying to decide what part of her body they want on theirs. And it just, it, it, got, it got some really cool parts, plus you got bit, uh, bootleg Magneto, who is the evil German doctor that <laughs> is trying to figure out the formula? It's working alongside Jake Busey, who makes these U.S. researchers in Antarctica fall down a tunnel, and they find this new world in the center of the Earth, and it just happens to have the Nazi ship, and they've been there for the past 60 years, and now they're, they want to go take over the world, and they finally got enough flesh so they could bring Hitler back. And, and that's when it kind of, as 
people say, I hate the saying, jump the shark. I honestly believe if they do not even remotely touch the Hitler thing, this movie's awesome. Well, this, you had me at researchers in Antarctica. Yeah. With this, McCready and all those guys. Th- down the this, uh, I gave this movie two stars, but if they do not touch the, not, uh, do not touch the Hitler thing in the last 15 minutes of this movie, because that's where it really just, it jumps the shark, it shits the bed, it just, it, it's stomped on what they were doing. I would have probably said three and a half out of four stars. But. Speaking of Hitler, where is, Shouldn't we have had Iron Sky, Iron Sky 2? 2? Yes, yeah. I've had somebody ask me this week, and I said no. I read a story that that's never happening now. What? No, I thought it was finished. That's, I'm not seeing anything of the nature, man. Oh, man. I'm not seeing anything of the nature. And that trailer that everybody got to see last year? Yeah, with Hitler riding the dinosaur at the yep. center of the earth? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Oh man, that sucks, no. dude. I yeah. hope that's not true. But yeah, well, believe me, I would like to have Iron Sky too. But Nazis at the center at the center of the Earth, it is worth the watch. Like I said, okay. about three quarters away, just over that, they shit the bed. It's good. It's gory. I was loving it. Uh, crazy Jake Busey. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, had another independent movie called Pharisee. And is this about a fucking church going Ferris wheel? <laughs> How would that even happen? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Ferris no, wheel hates God. Uh, no, filmmaker Tim Nov- Novotny. He uh, he's made movies with Jim Roberts. Uh, this is his latest, and basically, this uh, escort named Zoe is picked up by a detective and starts from the beginning explaining. This guy, Pharisee, she met, and it's basically this vampire that's ripping out throats and basically killing every hooker and stripper in the bad part of town. First five minutes, you get a bunch of a gang of punks that recite lines from the Lost Boys. Oh, Tristan Gnarly Martin will love this movie. (laughs) Yeah, and then they get their throats ripped out, and it's just a very, very dark bloody tale of vampirism is the best way to explain it uh my it's gritty my only complaint is again this movie is literally two hours long oh that's bad for an independent man it, 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 before. yeah but the sad part is uh the sets uh the locations great the gore is awesome it's very dark it's gritty but definitely could have been edited down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what's yeah. going to hurt this movie in the long run is just people are going to be like, love the dark world you made for this movie and the plot of it. But two hours, man, people are not going to sit that long. But hey, that was, I, yeah, man, that was my complaint with that Shape of Water movie, man. I loved everything, but there was no way. In hell, that that movie needed to be over an hour and a half, and it was like two and a half hours. Yeah, we'll talk about that, too. Oh, you watched it? Yeah, I watched it a while ago. Yeah, oh. loved it. Uh, it's good, wasn't it? But, I yeah, love that like, movie. No way it should have been fucking two and a half hours. 
so much shit could have been cut out. Of Probably not. Did you want to talk like, about that now, or do you want to yeah, wait? Fuck it. Let's get into it. Okay. Talk about shape I, of water. I, I really. Oh, not shape of water. No, I'm not talking about that. Why I'm not? Talking about uh. What are you talking? I'm talking about? about the cure for wellness. Did I say the shape of water? Yeah, you said the shape of water. Oh, I meant. I'm. We'll, we'll we'll talk about. Okay, the, the cure for wellness. Right. I've been staying away from just because of what you've been saying. Oh, it's it's really good, dude. But it's like. So much shit could have hit the editing floor. Just cutting, cutting out scenes of Dane DeHaan stumbling down hallways. Yeah, you could have. There was twenty minutes that could have hit the floor, and you would have lost nothing. No, it's a it's a great fucking movie. It's just too much. Yeah, too much. Yeah, and that's that's the one thing watching this Pharisee. Like, there's dialogue. It easily could have been cut out, and you wouldn't have missed anything. You know, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't have missed a key point in this flick. But anyhow, moving on, I uh, had the Blu-ray of Victor Crowley. Oh, I want to hear, because I'm on the fence with this, man. I really don't. Hatchet 1 is okay. I'm with you. I'm with it's you. It's just like the convention dudes, man. And it, it's Well, see, I think Adam Green fixed that in this Good. movie. I think it wasn't like Hatchet One and Hatchet Two was like, and I liked those movies, but what really started bothering me was like, okay, thirty seconds gone by, who's showing up? Okay, Lloyd Kaufman's here. Yeah. Uh, you know, There's Tom Towles. Uh, yeah, Tom Towles. Here's R. A. Mahelhoff. Here, it's like a convention threw up on the movie. Yeah, because hey, no we one can't yell at any movie that has R. A. in it, man. Yeah, but it was the R. A. is allowed in anything. But the problem was, it, it, everybody would show up. Like the movie became more about what cameo was coming next than yeah. about what the movie should have been about. And maybe that's just a problem with us because, like, not yeah, yeah. Like, there's everyone goes to conventions, so that's not going to be a thing for. A oh lot of yeah, people. and there's a large amount of fans of the Hatchet movies. I won't say they're terrible. I also had a problem of how they marketed them. Uh, with the whole NC-17 thing, and I thought that was oh, a big... that was a really stupid gimmick, yeah. Yeah, it was, I thought I was calling BS on that. Yeah. But overall, movies are decent. I really like this one. This oh, one, cool. yes, it does have a few cameos. Uh, Felicia no, Rose... Wait, 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 wait. Is, is Danielle Harris anyway near this movie? She shows up in Pass. the middle of the credits for five seconds. Oh, okay, cool. I'm back in. Yeah, she literally has nothing to do with this movie. Unpassed. I'm going to watch it tonight, then. And I'm guessing the reason she is, I don't know if she's still connected to Adam Green, but I know both of them were, like, dating and all that for the longest (laughs) time because of these movies. I don't know that. I just don't like her. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I think that's why she has stuck around in these movies. But she shows up five seconds in the middle of the credits. If you blink, you would miss her. That's that's why I like my fucking Daniela Harris. Bleak and I miss her. That's like, the way I like it. Like literally Felicia Rose, she plays the agent of Andrew Young, who the is the Asian guy they bring back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he survives. Well this, this movie tour, the tour boat guy? Yeah. He takes place a decade later after the very first incident and he's wrote a book and he was even accused of killing everyone and oh, got I thought off. this was a prequel. No, no, no. This cool. is the fourth entry, and it's it's pretty good. I it 
it's your simple slasher movie. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Where like he, Felicia Rose is his agent, and she gets him this deal where a network is going to have him on like an unsolved mysteries for an hour or something. Oh, now I'm interested. And they like they're flying to the swamp, and the plane has engine problems and goes down in the same swamp. And this filmmaker that is trying to get him into her fake trailer, her and her crew go and try to help everybody in, on the plane. Tiffany Shepis is part of the crew that's with the network, and like there's a few cameos, but they're not really cameos because they're actual. They actually have lines. They're not showing up for 30 seconds of leaving. You know what I mean? Yeah, Tony but Todd doesn't show up. And be Tony like, hey, Todd. Go to my voodoo shop and that's it. Hey, you know what, though? He does show up. you got to pay attention. But he's not in there long. But he has a purpose. And he, uh, when the film crew that's in the swamp try, uh, that was trying to get young to be part of their thing, um, the one girl is watching YouTube and it's all these people reciting the voodoo ritual Tony Todd does in the first uh-huh. Hatchet movie. Well, of course... That's what brings Victor Crowley back? Yes. They They lose the cell phone, and it's still on YouTube, and it's showing all these people keep doing the incantations and stuff like That's that. Funny. And at one point, I think somebody's doing the Army of Darkness thing, <laughs> if I heard <laughs> it right. Like, it's stupid, but it was good. And then all of a sudden, Tony Todd shows up and does, you know... He he does his final destination thing. You know what I mean? Shows up, good part, takes off, leave us wanting more, but that's what I want out of Tony Todd. And Victor Crowley comes back and just starts hacking everybody to death. And Is like, there awesome special effects like the first one? That's there, what took me back. That first one, man, those effects were amazing. I'm going to say this. There was and there was not. There's oh, no. a couple effects I just it doesn't I I don't think Bickler worked on this one. Oh, I didn't want to, oh no, you lost I have to look. But I don't think he he worked on this one. Oh no. I, I I'm going to have to look that up. Bear with me for a second because there was a couple of effects I was kind of like they weren't computerized. I was just like eh that you know what I mean? It's like yeah. one of those things where you're questioning, like, eh, that doesn't look like the person, uh, or he handed it off to somebody. You know what I mean? Like, when Beekler's on his game, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, with the first hatchet and with, with, okay. with, uh, Make know, a, Leatherface and, or not Leatherface. Yeah, but, uh, the people, their name, and it's not. Seven. It, it, Nick Henley, Robert Pentagraph, and Robert Schultz. I don't know those dudes. And Kristen Forgey. The the effects were good, but they weren't great. They and weren't Beekler. Yeah, they weren't Beekler. I know what you're saying about the first one. You know what I mean? Such a Beekler fan. Yeah. But like like I said, I was named Felicia Rose and Tiffany Shepis. Tyler yeah, you had, I was, you had shows up in this. But like you I said. When you said Shepis. I'm in now. Yeah, sure. but there wasn't – it wasn't, hey, everybody – that horror hound this weekend i'm filming scenes to hatch it but i i like the simplicity of this movie it's just hey this is a slasher film it's gory as hell dude dude trying to make some money the plane goes down victor crowley of course 
for no apparent reason, because Tony Todd shows up on a phone, brings him back to life, and he's just hacking people again. I like it. I'm a yeah, I, I really enjoyed this movie, and I I bought it on a whim because it was like, man, you know, it was like one of those things. I was am n- not a crazy hatchet fan, and I was just like, you know what though, I won't. And like the other ones, I'm going to give this a chance. I and, saw it at Target today on Blu-ray for ten bucks. Yeah, I, I, I got it. I think for eleven. That was yeah. I got it. It just I I really like this one. Um, another short four-minute short film called The Misplaced. Somebody wanted to put it in the gross fest, and I told him, yeah, but uh, just not enough happens in it. Basically, a couple fights over stuff's missing in their house. And she hears her phone and she's around. And, oh, dude, that would have been fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that sends me a short film which Chuds, you're in. You're in. <laughs> you win. You automatically win. You're, you're going to win the Gross Fest Award. <laughs> but uh, my my people in Russia have sent me another movie. You Oh, are you have people in Russia. Yes. Are they fixing elections to <laughs> <laughs> Are well, they setting up Donald Trump PP parties? This is how they make it up to me. Get an email last night. I get on the computer after I was playing old man cards yesterday afternoon. I was playing. Emails, I, was, I was playing casino and I was playing back alley bridge and just drinking. And I come home. I check the computer because I want to make sure Gross Fest stuff is cool. And so, uh, get an email from, uh, I forget the dude's name is like Philip something, Philippe something. And he's Vladimir like, Vladimir Putin. He's like, Alex Wesley made another movie. Uh, I sent him an email back. He's like, movie's called Post Apocalyptic Desolation. I didn't even ask him what it was about. I was like, what I don't know. What else could it be about? It's about Post Apocalyptic Desolation. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I want that. Yeah, you had me at that title. It's 26 minutes long, and it's about a soldier that's part of a time-traveling experiment. Now, first off, let me just say this. this. They look like they decided to film in Chernobyl, and it's fucking awesome. Awesome. Wherever they film this movie at, I want to go film 20... I'm going to go film 24 zombie movies at. It's just amazing. Okay. So, anyhow... This soldier is part of a time-traveling experiment. He gets sent. He's in the future, October 2199. And he's just wandering around, and all these bodies are not decaying. There's some some kind of chemical reaction happened, but there's just death and destruction everywhere. And the soldier, kind of like McCready, at one point decides, I'm going to record everything in case somebody finds it. Mm-hmm. Days pass, and all of a sudden, some crazy cyborg monster thing starts chasing him. He hides in a closet. Another cyborg monster thing shoots that dude in the face, (coughs) then opens up the closet, shoots that dude in the neck, and next thing you know, uh, the soldier now becomes part of a cyborg experiment, and he's now a, like... Extra from Hellraiser 3, just missing the CD player on top of his head. Oh, man, I thought you were going to tell me he was going all Project Metal Beast. Oh, no, oh dude, that would have been great. And all of a sudden, these things that are being built and by other cyborg monster things, they decide to have their own Doom first-person uh, first shooter game. 
We're cool. they're killing each other inside the structure. And that's what they do in the post-apocalyptic world, apparently. Tell me this is going to play at Gross Fest, because it sounds amazing. <laughs> it has subtitles. I don't care. And I don't know how we would get a physical copy of this. <laughs> but it was awesome. It was awesome. I might still have the link to it. I can send it to you. Oh, please do if you have it. I want to see it. You might have to get it through Dropbox or something. Give me one minute here. Okay. Go to commercial. This year, the winter storms have left us overstocked and up to our necks in cock rings. At Cockring Warehouse, we've got the largest selection of new and used cock rings in the tri-state area. Over three miles of cock rings. Stainless steel, bronze, leather, mahogany, sandalwood, and even stained glass. And all the latest styles, including the Dillinger, Pheasant Under Glass, the Brat, and Old Ironsides. So follow this little guy. Any cock will do! To Route 59, just south of Santa's Village for... Cock rings, cock rings, cock rings. And this season, remember the poor. Dust off your old cock rings and cock ring warehouse will pass them on to needy families at no cost. It, it, it's rough around the edges, but I loved it. I want to see it. It's got, oh, I want to see it. It sounds like a bunch of cool stuff I like. Yeah, it, it's just great. It, as I put it, it's like... Todd Sheets decided he made an alternate version of Zombie Bloodbath when he became a gamer in the early 90s. Awesome. <laughs> Just is the best way to describe it. Sounds great. Uh, that's what I've been watching. Plus, I wrote a couple more stor- short stories. I have maybe one left in me, and John... John Satzer, oh. No, Satzer, it will be happy. I'm going to write a Bible camp story. <laughs> And I believe the title of it's going to be called Bible Camp Zombie. I don't think you can get any scarier than that documentary, Jesus Camp. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. I don't think you're going to get that done. You should, oh no, dude, you should write that, and you should also write Monster Camp, the sequel, <laughs> where everybody dies, but they eat pasta, so they come back to life. <laughs> that would be great. So I watched a bunch of shit. Because we've been off for two weeks. This might go yeah. a little long. But uh, one night, the fire stick said, hey, man, I got two new Matt Damon movie for you. You want to check them out? So I said, okay, fire stick. Uh, the first one is down was downsizing. Do you remember this coming out in the theater where yes, yes. everyone gets shrunk to save the earth? And the premise is, hey, do you want to live the good life? Uh, shrink yourself. And this, you know. If you shrink yourself, you can afford everything because then a diamond necklace doesn't cost $80,000. It costs $8. So, and they're doing it, they're doing it for, uh, to save the earth. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and they have little tiny people estates and stuff. It's really funny. And Matt Damon's life is shit. Is, is kind of really, well, it's actually okay. Him and his wife, uh, decide to, shrink themselves after talking to some old high school buddies that have done it at the reunion at a high school reunion. So they do it. And, uh, Matt Damon shrinks himself 
and his wife doesn't go through with it, and she leaves him. So he, he he's living like you know life doesn't get any better. It's still the still got same the same shitty problems are still happening in to him in tiny land that they are in regular land. And there's a lot of cameos in this, like Neil Patrick Harris shows up and Laura Dern shows up, and and it's 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 like. It could have went in a lot of cool ways. Like the, Matt Damon has to, he gets involved with this Vietnamese, like these Vietnamese people were, they shrunk themselves and tried to ship themselves in a box to America. And one of them, they all died except for one of them was like this revolutionary lady and she lost her leg. And Matt Damon kind of becomes friends with her. And I'm like, and he goes into like shitty, the shitty Mexican part of, the little tiny people town that's behind a wall. And, and I'm like, Oh, this is cool. He's going to like lead the revolt against like big people. Right? No, it, it just goes in this weird direction. Like I was, I was with it the first three fourths of it because there's a lot of Udo Kier in this. And I, I love Udo and he's, he's in a lot of it, but I don't like Christoph Waltz because he's a human Looney Tunes cartoon and he's in this. Mm-hmm. It just gets to this point to where they go to the man who invented the process of downsizing. Uh, the He lives in the fucking Shire in the Lord of the Rings, and they figure out, like, just out of nowhere, well, Antarctica farted a bunch of methane gas that's going to annihilate the Earth in three days, so we're going to go into this vault, and everybody's going to die except for us. And, and it just goes real weird. Like, it really shits the bed at the end. I was like, there's so many interesting ways this could have went, and it, it just made up something out of left left field. And you're just like, oh, okay, so everybody's fucked now. Great, thanks, movie. That really is a dumb way to go. And a lot of shit to say about the environment and stuff that I just, I'm sick of hearing about. I just don't care. And But it was good. I mean, there was some yeah. cool shit in there. They they have to when they do the shrinking process, they have to get you naked and shave all the hair off of your body and pull out any like any fillings or anything because that shit won't shrink. And there's at one point where the the Vietnamese revolutionary lady was telling Matt Damon about her husband, and they went to like this bootleg shrinking outfit that forgot to pull a fucking filling out and it popped his head. And I'm like, why are you telling me that? Show me that. That sounds hilarious. But when they fucking shrink them, they, they pick them up like they're fucking hamburgers with a with the spatula and shit. It's it's some funny, funny shit in there. But ultimately, it was kind of a bust because the ending, did they didn't stick the landing. But uh, the second movie, I, I really like the Matt Damon double feature was Suburbicon. Yeah. It's cool. It's, it's one of those it. things I've wanted. I'm very curious about. <clears throat> um, I, this, I th- it was written by one of the Cohen brothers, or maybe both of them, but not directed by them. And it's it's a 1950s, uh, like Matt Damon has killed his wife, but they play it like. You don't know if he really did or not. I shouldn't have said that because that's a major spoiler. But he he gets in with his wife's sister, and they 
steal our life insurance money and the kid kind of knows something's going on. But what this movie is, is parents, the remake without cannibalism. Instead of cannibalism, they have inserted this black family, this plot point of this black family moving next door to Matt Damon in his, his house and all the uppity white people going crazy and trying to get them out of their perfect little neighborhood replaces the cannibalism aspect. Yeah, somebody watched Parents. Yeah. They nailed that 1950s shit. And it gets real subversive and bloody and shit. At one point, Julianne Moore is in it. And I, I really liked her. She's fucking feeding DNA or what is he? Oscar Isaac shows up as like the fraud inspector for the life insurance and she just feeds him lie and he fucking dies. <laughs> a lot of funny shit in this too, man. It's, I, I recommend it. Um, so that was my, uh, Matt Damon double feature. And right after that, my fire stick said, Hey, check this out. Uh, I watched the new Batman animated cartoon. This is, I watched the new Batman animated cartoon called Gotham by Gaslight. And I've talked about Gotham by Gaslight on the show before. Yeah. It's, it's an else. I, I don't know what these are called, but I've been told, I think Joe told me there's a lot of these. They're called else. They're called like uh Batman elsewheres. It's like kind of what, what if Batman, do you know what I mean? Like the Marvel mm-hmm. used to have the what if comics. Like this is like, what if Batman, fought Jack the Ripper in Jack the Ripper times. And it's really, uh, I, I like this comic book a lot. Joe, Joe was the only one. Cause I sent the link to Joe and I was like, dude, this is a great fucking, I, cause I know Joe's a big mask of the phantasm fan. And I was like, dude, I think this is better than mask of the phantasm. And what it is, is Batman versus Jack the Ripper. And it's really cool because they have approximation, uh, approximations of the Batman villains. Like Cyrus Gold shows up, who is Solomon Grundy, but yeah. they don't even mention that that's Solomon Grundy. He's just like this. At one point, Batman gets thrown in jail, and like he's just the big thug. Poison Ivy's in there, but they don't say it's Poison Ivy. She's uh like a exotic stripper that gets yeah. murdered by Jack the Ripper, and Harley Quinn's in there, but it's not Harley Quinn. She's a crazy old person at this. Uh, like orphanage where Batman grew up. It's really cool. I loved it. And you know, they're going through the penguin and all these people, uh, Hugo strange is in there and they don't mention the Joker. And I'm like, well, obviously the Joker has got to be Jack the Ripper. No. And I was actually shocked at who was, who Jack the Ripper was in the cartoon. I had forgotten. It had been a while since I read these. I think in high school, maybe I even read them. But, man, I'm not going to say who the Jack the Ripper character was, but it was, like, honestly, like, oh, wow, that's – holy cow. And, and you know, Jason Todd's in there as a little kid, the Rob, Rob, the second Robin, I think. He's he's a little kid, back alley thief that helps Batman and, and shit. It's, it's really fucking cool. I liked it. If you like those Batman movies, I think this is – the animated ones. I think this is the best one. I think it's better than Mask of the Phantasm. That's cool. And uh, this this show is going to be uh, Kyle likes everything that everybody hates. Because, <laughs> uh, I watched. Let me see what else I got on here. I watched the Cloverfield because I texted you. Yeah. The Super Bowl. I'm like, what is this Cloverfield shit? Everybody's talking about. 
Yeah, because I literally I didn't watch com- one second of the yeah, I Super Bowl. Mean, I missed the fucking commercial, I guess. I don't know. But I didn't see it, and everybody's like, Cloverfield 3 is going to be on Netflix after the fucking Super Bowl, and I'm like, is this real? Oh, yeah, shit, Yeah, pretty it much is real. everybody went and watched it. Yeah, including me, and I really... I, I fucking... Everybody hated this movie. And because I don't know. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people just bitching about it. I thought it was fucking fantastic. I loved it. There's a lot of, uh, there's, I will give them credit. Like the people that hated this movie, because they are right. This is almost the plot to event horizon, Mm. except for the spaceship going so far out that it went to hell and came back. Mm -hmm. This one is the spaceship. What it is, is earth is, in a perpetual state of war because all the natural resources are gone. So they have sent all their top scientists up. They've invented this thing that it's kind of like that Higgs boson reactor thing that's supposed to create all this fucking free energy for people. Yeah. But it's too dangerous to turn on. So what they do is they build a space station and, and put it up in space. And they try and try. I think they go through like 465 days of trying all the – there's like seven or eight top scientists from each – like one from each of these nations. There's like a German guy and then there's there's like a Mexican dude and an American and they're they're trying. They're trying and one day they get it to work. But what happens is then poof, the fucking machine works and it shoots them. They like disappear. And they reappear in another dimension that is opposite us, if that makes any sense. And and stuff from that dimension gets sucked into our dimension, which is where the Cloverfield monster came from, another dimension. But this dimension, there's a lot of cool shit going on in this movie. Uh, when they, they shift, there's a lady that just gets teleported into the wall of the fucking place. And they have to cut her out because she's just, like, in there. Like, she just appears, and there's tubes going through her body and shit. A guy explodes into worms. Uh, there's the best acting by a severed limb since Evil Dead 2. <laughs> At one point, this ship literally sucks this guy's arm in and cuts it off. Cool. But it doesn't hurt the guy. It just, like, there's no blood. It just... The guy's not got an arm, and the arm's, like, wandering around the ship, and it's writing, like, clues and messages and stuff. It's hilarious. It's funny. It's funny, but – and there's – one of the coolest death scenes I've I've seen in a long time is in this movie. They have this stuff that, like, it seals cracks on the hull, and what it is is, like, magnetic putty. So he, he sprays it on, like, a crack or something and puts this – diode thing in there and then it's it magnetizes and fucking like clamps thing a to thing b yeah at one point like the centrifuge goes fucking crazy and they lose gravity and the magnets go fucking nuts and this shit kills a dude and it's it's i was like oh wow i've never seen that happen in a movie and i really liked it i liked where it went i thought the acting was great I love, and I wanted to get your take on this shit. Like, what do you think of, like, just movies just appearing? I loved it because I was like, I didn't know there was a, no one knew. This is Phantasm 5 all over again. 
No, th- I think that's a good thing. I think it's fucking fantastic. I think it's a good thing we d- we knew of it, but we didn't know it was a Cloverfield. Yeah, we didn't. Well, I, I knew there originally... was a Clover f- Cloverfield movie coming, but it was a- scheduled for later in the year. No, this was originally called the God Particle. It, it, I mean, it was for later in the year, but it was never said what it was or what it was going to be. Right. That kind of thing. It's pretty cool. It's like, what if Buckaroo Banzai fucked Event Horizon? I'd watch it. Yeah, I, and I liked it. Not a lot of people did. I loved it. Um, what else we got here? Uh, I watched Jaws. Because it's awesome, and yeah. I like recently really fucking on this Robert Shaw kick. I, I was I, watching I that want, the other day. I want Robert Shaw all the time, but the problem with Robert Shaw is, I think Quint is the best character ever. And you know, you—that's the first Robert Shaw I ever saw was Quint. Yeah, and I'm going back and I watched a movie called Black Sunday, and it's, he's just. I kind of like started at the best place and it can't get any better than quit with Robert Shaw for me. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of getting bummed. He's not like a Donald Pleasance where, you know, even his shitty roles are really cool and you love them because you love that guy. I just, I think I'm just fascinated with the Quint character and not Robert Shaw, but I don't know. Jaws is an all time fucking 100% classic. Uh, I watched my friend Dahmer. I have been waiting to see this. Is that the one uh, who's in it? Um, no is that one. the Elijah Wood one? or No. No. I, I recognize Anne Heche, and that was it. Huh. Okay. And, but this, and has, this isn't the one I'm thinking of. No, then. this is really good. I think you'd love it. It's kind of like okay. it's what – and I don't understand. I've, I've talked about this before, the fascination with the serial killers. I don't get into that. Like – I understand the true crime aspect of it, but I don't understand, like, the worship of them. Like, Jeffrey Dahmer's just a gross fucking killer. And Charles Manson was just a crazy, charismatic murderer. Maybe. I mean, I don't think he murdered anybody, but... I, I don't understand, and Ed Gein was just a fucking necrophiliac farmer outcast. I, I understand the fascination with the true crime part of it, but not like the hero worship part of it. You know what I mean? But this one's, this movie's really good because it focuses 100% on Dahmer in high school. Like, I don't think Jeff, I don't think he kills anyone in this movie yet. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have the parts in it with, he was fascinated with this jogger and the kid playing Dahmer is amazing. But what it is, is he was, it, it kind of explores like what turned him into, the fucking cannibalistic flushing people down the toilet sex zombie guy. And <laughs> it's really good. I can't understand. I can't explain it really. It's, he was just, everybody had one of those, like, this is Napoleon dynamite without any of the humor in it at all. Like, every, you know what I mean? Everybody had one of those type of kids in school. Like, those weirdo kids never did anything to anybody, but they were just weird. And that was him. But what he realized is, like, if I'm kind of like the kid that will eat 
gross stuff for money, people will like me. Yeah, you, yeah, you remember yeah, that yeah, kid? Yeah. I'm gonna eat a worm for a dollar. Like I have no friends, but this is my way to get noticed. And what Jeffrey Dahmer does is he gets in with these these group of like outsider, you know, not taking shit too seriously high school kids kind of like fall in love with him. And what he does is he pulls these this maneuver like he has this like epileptic fit. And they call it doing a Dahmer where he just acts like he's retard like a retarded person having an epileptic fit. And everybody thinks it's funny and and he's just like, Oh okay, I guess that's me now and he hangs out with these kids and it explores all that stuff and it's just really good. Just watch it. Take my recommendation. Okay. It's fucking good. Uh, watch that. I watched The Killing of a Sacred Deer, which a lot of people have been talking about. It's one of these. It's made by the guy who did that movie last year, The Lobster, that I okay. kind of liked, if I remember. Mm-hmm. And this movie sucks. I know a lot of people are loving it. A lot of people are saying it's like the blackest darkest comedy there has ever been and i don't think so but what it is is colin oh shit i'm blanking on his name fright night vampire oh, chris guy. landon no 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 remake fright night guy colin oh, Farrell. colin Farrell. Farrell. yeah he's Fuck a it. he's a surgeon that meets up with this kid and this kid puts a curse on this guy's family to where their arms and legs don't work anymore and it's like Nicole Kidman is in it, and Colin Farrell can only have sex with Nicole Kidman if she acts like she's on anesthesia and doesn't move. And the, what? And the kids, <laughs> yeah, it, it's like I'm not. It's supposed to be funny, but I'm not sure it is. It's just like this real pretentious thing because the kids, their arms and legs don't move, so they just flop around and like continue to rot away but the problem with this movie is all these characters are total cardboard no one has a personality at all and i'm like this just sucks fuck this movie it's not funny i don't think it was ever meant to be funny it's fucking pretentious as shit and fuck it like i don't know how this guy keeps getting movies made he made the lobster and then he made this i'm like this guy maybe he's like fucking socially stunted i don't know but I had it's not the movie is not funny at all. I mean, it's it's I, I'm not even sure it's supposed to be. It was just garbage. I fucking hated it. Um, and the last movie I watched today was called The Ritual. It's the new Netflix yeah. jam. Yeah, everybody's going nuts over this. It's nothing to go nuts about. But it uh, is see, not, not according to Facebook people. Well, Facebook, you gotta take that with an edge of salt. Yeah, I, I know. I'm, right just, I'm just throwing that out there for you. It's really, it's it's pretty goddamn good. I liked it a lot. It has got one of the most unique monsters I've ever seen. Imagine, how do I put this? Maybe imagine a giant deer, um, half rotted. With the head of a fucking completely skinned mastodon. And on top of the head of the mastodon is an upside down sprayed eagle old lady with the face of a Jawa. 
Does that make any sense to you at all? It's really just fucking cool. Like I had to send, I had to send the picture to Tom and Joe because they remember they were asking what happened to that skin deer or that uh, skeleton deer from Get Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in this movie. It's it's. I liked it a lot. It, it's it's four dudes. <coughs> excuse me. It's four dudes who take a vacation every year and they decide. They're going to go to uh, the Norwegian outback and or maybe the, the Swedish. I don't know, McCready. Uh, one of those two. They, they're going for a hiking trip and they are uh, – one of them sprains their legs. They, they, they can't fucking get out. There's a backstory of – it used to be five friends, but one of them got killed in a robbery that the other one could have helped out, but he didn't. So there's some internal – conflict there then they run afoul of like they spend the night in this rundown old fucking place because it's raining and maybe they get into some shit they find some crazy statue like altar thing in the fucking upstairs they run into like this backwoods family there's some it's it's just really good people just there's a lot of elements of some other stuff in there but I liked it. I, I got to recommend it. And let me see. That's it. That is all I watched, sir. So moving on. That was a lot. Jesus Christ. We've been talking for over an hour. Um, you want to do some news or do you want to do some? Well, I did want to bring up one quick thing. You were asking okay. me about X-Files. I was? Oh, we, yeah, did, you we, said... we got that done last week. Oh, okay. We okay. Yeah. Then you could go on the news. Yeah, I that just saw cool. the picture you sent me of. Uh, Scully getting Horace pink eyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that was the that was uh, the um, Skinner episode. They explain his character a little bit more. I'm, I'm, I I watched that first episode, and I decided I'm gonna not watch it until the season's over. So you know what? After this season's over, mm-hmm. maybe we should finally do the X Files episode. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because this this literally has. Two, the past two episodes are really X-File-ish episodes. Yeah, I know they did the one-off, like, Halloween-type yeah. episode. Yeah, we'll do a, we'll do an X-Files episode. Maybe we'll get Joe on. I know he'd be, he's been watching some X-Files, and I need to get into some old... Because I'm real all over the map with X-Files. Like, I'd watch certain episodes and just jump around from season to season. But, yeah, anyway, let's get on with the news, sir. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? My, my, I got a couple, couple news things. Did you see? Well, obviously you've seen it because you sent me the link. Uh, the Tremor Six. Yeah, even that. Did you watch the trailer? Yeah, snow tremors, dude. Tremors in the snow. Michael Gross and uh, where's Kevin Bacon? He's going to be in the TV series that apparently is being worked on. Yeah, bullshit. He is. I, I that's how many times are we going to have the same fucking story about I, a TV? The Critters was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we I don't care. Give me another one. Tremors yeah. movie. I'll take one yeah. of those on a regular basis. I'll do the fucking Burt Gummer goes fucking ape ape shit, but get Winona Judd back maybe. She was great. It's just this. It's a shame. I want to see this. 
It's a shame Victor Wong's not around, because you know he'd be in these. You know damn well fucking Egg Shen would showed up. Mm-hmm. Love that man, and, and it's it's a damn shame that we lost such a fine Asian actor. Love that guy. But uh, the only other piece of news I had was, did you see what get announced from uh, Scream Factory? Mm, no, I do not believe so. It's a live trilogy. And oh, I think I saw origin. that a while ago. Yeah, of unknown origin was the new Jammy Jam. Yeah, that I, John Cross po- posted about that. That I'm excited about because that's a movie that I don't think a lot of people have seen. But I, well, I'll take that back. I think a lot of people have seen that movie. They just don't realize that they saw it on USA a long time ago. Yeah, like that was a USA Network fucking staple. That was on USA. Saturday Nightmare so many goddamn times and I didn't know what it was <laughs> but I'd seen it and when I picked it for the show I was like oh it's that movie I remember yeah so I'm definitely getting that but I got, I got a couple other things did you did you see the Venom trailer a couple of times do you care it shows you nothing there's nothing in that fucking trailer. One, one yeah I think T-Shirt Joe claimed he's seen it already which Wait, you saw Venom the movie? Yeah, which I could have read that wrong. But anyhow, for me, I and I will still stand by my statement. I was happy when they got Venom to this big screen in Spider-Man 3. I, I was happy that they got okay. to the big screen. Now, could it have been better, done different things? Yeah, of course. You could argue that point all night. Um, yeah, I think it, it, I think they'd be right too. Yeah. yeah, but I was just I was happy. I was glad what they did with it, having his own movie. Now this goes in a whole other territory, and from what I have seen, a I'm not impressed. It hasn't reeled me in. Like, there's I, nothing in that. Yeah, there's not. At all, it, 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 I agree with somebody else called it. it said so. I just seen the new thriller. Uh, the new action thriller called Venom. <laughs> it's like exactly, yeah, that could have been a Liam Neeson. Yeah, and it's like I, I like Tom Hardy just because of Mad Max, but I was just like, man, there is nothing to this movie. It gets me excited, and it's like I like after that I seen the the even though it's not new, but the Super Bowl commercial for Avengers, and as like, and I seen the new Deadpool trailer, and I'm like, okay. I want to go see those right now. Yeah, I've decided like this. I, I, I'm not off the Marvel yet. Mm-hmm. I really want to see Black Panther, but I am not going to see that movie anywhere near opening fucking day. Yeah, I'm going to wait three, four weeks deep to see some shit like. No, that. we're probably uh, Saturday morning. This Saturday morning, the, the the daughter, myself, and Tom Gross are going to go see Black Panther. Oh, shit, you said Tom Gross was on some crazy major yeah. fucking Marvel kick. Oh, yeah, he is. So, yeah, we're going to... Maybe he can bring Fox Mulder with him. <laughs> uh, he still has it. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to go see uh, Black Panther Saturday morning, probably. Yeah, I, I really want to see it. I think it looks good, but I am not putting up with the fucking crowds. Uh, see, Same with Infinity War. Yeah, see, I think... <coughs> Black Panther is going to be have its crowds, mm-hmm. I but I honestly believe it's going to be steady crowds, steady amount of people. 
You think the word of mouth is going to make it stick around? Yeah, I honestly believe that's going to be one that sticks around for a few weeks. It's going to be like number two or number one, like the for four or five weeks there. Easy. I think it's not going to go. I don't think it's going to have crazy numbers the first week, but it's going to have enough that it's going to it's not going to lose like fifty percent of its audience after the first week. Right, and it is going to be just an origin story, which seen it was called iron man it was called dr strange they're all cookie cutter at this point yeah but it's i it's cool i like they're getting into some of these characters yeah and i take from my dad this afternoon when i picked my dog up from seeing the movie uh he was bitching about yeah you can have this black panther movie but what if it was white panther people uh-uh. would freak out <laughs> it's like calm down dad black panther's been around for a long fucking yeah time. yeah 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 <laughs> Hot take from that, from fucking Dadville over there. <laughs> Calm down, Dad. But no, I, I'm I'm excited for Black Panther. I'm excited for Deadpool too. What was the other one? Oh, Ant Man and Wasp. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. You had me at Giant Pez Dispenser. Yeah, it it, it I wanna. I don't know what I'm gonna do with that one yet because Ant Man. I waited. And I was pleasantly surprised when I watched yeah, that. Yeah, so did I. Like took when a it, character I didn't give a shit about. Yeah, when it came it. out of theaters and I waited and got to see it, and I was like, oh, well, that was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I, I might do that again just because. Just so. That's the best way to do it, dude. I did that with uh, Doctor Strange, and I was like, oh, oh man, I'm, I fucked up. I should have saw that. Yeah, movies. yeah, yeah. Doctor. Doctor Strange was one of those movies that I had no expectations for, and it was a hell of a lot better than it ever needed to be. Yep. I still think they owe a paycheck to Sam Raimi for that fucking trip-out scene. I think they owe a paycheck to Dr. Mordred. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Uh (laughs) Full moon. There's your money. Stop making shitty fucking evil bong. Yeah, where's my Dr. Mordred part two? Come yeah, on, start, get on that train right now. Start pursuing some litigation here, sirs. Well, I don't think Charles Band lawyers are anywhere. Cash near. cash that in. Get into yep. bed with Asylum Entertainment. They will pay the Jeffrey Combs paycheck to bring him on and do <laughs> Dr. Mordred. You could have Dr. Mordred week the week after Sharknado. Yeah, you could have, like, Dr. Mordred versus the Demonic Toys. No, that would suck. It versus, like, uh... I don't know. Who cares? Bring Brian Thompson back. <laughs> Brian Thompson do shit for a ham sandwich. You know damn well. And you know, I'm surprised that guy hasn't jumped on the fucking convention bandwagon. Well, <laughs> like, if you read some of the stuff he's about him, he is not about... He's he's like a Shakespearean actor. See, that's unbelievable. That's amazing. He, like, he'd rather go teach... He's like a Dolph Lundgren, like, yeah, he's a giant meathead action star, but really, he's a fucking biochemist and a yeah, drummer. And a fucking I was genius. reading stuff about Thompson, and it's like he'd rather go teach drama in, like, his hometown or something that he lives in. He's like a high school teacher or something. That's fucking crazy. Imagine you knew who that was, and you had him as his high school teacher. Oh, that in my like mind. Getting kicked well, out every day. I'd be like, tell me what it was like on War of the Worlds. I, I wouldn't be able to take it, dude. I, my so, head would blow up. Just no. just because I know, especially if I met him in high school and knew who he was, 
it would be like the Greg Nicotero thing all over again when I met him at Zombie Fest and not expecting him to be there and basically freaked everybody out because I started screaming at him. <laughs> he fucking he, he probably didn't want people to know he was there, but he fucking oh he I blew ruined his cover, that. Tim. I, I totally ruined it. <laughs> blew his fucking cover. Our uh, not our high school drama teacher, but Delta the two towns over. Mm-hmm. The high school drama teacher is the director of that shitty movie Chillers. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. He directed that movie. Oh <laughs> terrible. I might even have that poster. Oh, well, send it here. I'll get it signed. I, I have to look. I, I used to have it, bus. or I still have it. Yeah, it's got, like, demons on a bus or some shit. Yes. Yep, not the Wes Craven one, the other one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the other trailer I wanted to talk about, it's like, night and day with these trailers, Solo, I think looks fucking phenomenal. Oh, yeah, I, I just so watched that one, that. and that, to be honest, even though I still haven't seen Rogue One, which I gotta ask... Why isn't Rogue One on anything? It's on Netflix. Is it on Netflix? I was wondering about that because I have not. Because it's on Netflix. Yeah, I'm sure they got a watertight deal for that one. Yeah, because that thing is nowhere to be found. Yeah, it's on Netflix. And that's what I was wondering. Yeah, that solo. I don't give a. I am a Star Wars kid till the day I die. I am now more interested in the offshoot side stories than yeah. I am the yeah. fucking saga. They were just talking about this on um, the local morning radio show that I'm listening to while I'm hunting chuds. And they <laughs> they really got into uh, the conversation about that, about, you know, are, are people really more interested in the one-offs than the series at this point? I am because... And because of the Disney movie, they could go everywhere. Yeah, you are, you're not restricted. Yeah. You can kill anybody you want, and it won't fuck up the timeline, or, like, I give a shit about anything like that. You can make shit up. You can just go anywhere, do anything with these characters. Yeah. It's great. Like, Rogue One, did, did Vader, is the, Vader, let me see, who's in that? From the original, Leah, Vader, and Admiral Akbar. I want to see and that, but I will say like this. Solo, I had, I was just like, all the stuff I kept hearing about it, I was like, I just don't That's care. And yeah. I watched the trailer today, and I was like, I kind of now want to go see that in a theater. <laughs> I want to see it, like, right now. I am <laughs> yeah, it kind of, it, like, it, it hit something in me, like, I need to see that. Yeah, well, I will always see a Star Wars movie in the theater. It doesn't matter if it's part of the trilogy or whatever nine movies. Well, yeah, I never got to see ones. Rogue One, and that's you why it, dude. Rogue One was the best of them all. Of the new ones, I think that's the best one. I like honestly. I'm holy cow! My dog just exploded. Um, I, I will say this, and people will say you're fucking crazy, Kyle. I liked Rogue One better than Empire. I have never been an Empire fan. Not not too much. I enjoy Empire. I always like had a fondness for the first movie, though. It's all about Jedi for me, man. Got more Lando. I need Lando. That's what I want. Like, well, I want it looks the... like they're gonna have young Lando in this. Yeah, but I want like old disco Lando. Like, I want <laughs> seventy-seven Lando origin story where he's just banging fucking space bar whores and shit and fucking. 
it's like like I want I want to take here's here's my pitch to to Disney. I want Michael Jai White to play Black Dynamite, but he's Lando Calrissian, and I want the guy who directed Black Dynamite to do it. So basically, I just want Black Dynamite in space. I think that sounds good. Anyway, I, that's all. Good idea for me. It, yeah, Tremors space Dynamite. Tremors Six. Are you excited? Absolutely, yeah. Did you want? I I really enjoyed that. Uh, that five was way better than it needed to be. Well, I, Addison Benkett said he didn't like five. He said it was too CGI'd for him. Well, you know what? I'm not going to argue with that because those tremors are so they're like so original and different than anything. Mm-hmm. That yeah, maybe and like the, like just. I'm a fan of the worms, not the ass blasters or the little chicken legs. I want the worms back. Yeah, and it looks like they got them back in this. Yeah, the worms are the worms are where it's at. Anyway, we got questions, Tim. Let's get to it. Okay, let me get to the questions here. Uh, <clears throat> they're hard at? to find. They are on Facebook. Uh, no, they're, I'm finding them. I'm just they're trying everywhere. to see where I want to start. Okay, um... John Satzer wants to know what is the scariest movie that you ever seen in a theater? Oh man. You know what? Honestly, House of a Thousand Corpses, the very first time I saw it kinda got to me a little bit. Hmm. And that's just because of fucking uh what's his nuts? Ah, no, it's uh Bill Mosley. He kinda got he got under my nerves. He got under my skin. Not That's not, like, scary? I don't know if I think I've ever been scared in the theater. Like, I got two times. House of a Thousand Corpses, and I've said this on the show. He might have not. This is way back. Alien Resurrection. Scared the shit out of me when the part with Brad Dorf is cocooned up on the wall. <laughs> talking about how the aliens are beautiful butterflies and he gets his face bit off. Yeah. That... Got I like I got up and I went to the bathroom and it's not because like Brad Dorf sold me on that like he scared the shit out of me with that character and I think that's just a testament to the guy's awesome acting ability like I went up and went to the bathroom I had to get out of that theater I don't it was just uh, too intense. I don't know I, but about other than that yeah I don't know about scared but I started looking at everybody different after the first time I seen Day Live. <laughs> What about the time you could got you guys were gonna get in a fight after RoboCop? But Rick oh, that was even before RoboCop. <laughs> we didn't even get the movie didn't even come on yet. <laughs> I would have been scared. I couldn't fight anybody because I was wearing flip flops. I'm in flip flops, and he he was gone. <laughs> he disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> he found a wormhole. He he turtled out of there. He, he borrowed one of Quinlan's wormholes. But no, they live. I seen that twice. In the same week when it came out, and when it came out, not a, like a revival or anything. No, no, when it came out, I'd seen that in the theater, and yeah, I, I wouldn't say scared, but man, I was looking at everybody different when I walked out of that theater. I know how I would have saw Prince of Darkness. I, I think if you really, for my money, if you sit down and think about it, Prince of Darkness is the scariest movie I think that's ever been. I and, and I equate that with me not believing in like all the 
church stuff. I lo- see. I was gonna say I'm not like, a big pro- proponent now. of that, but you know what? I love when horror movies get into that stuff and do it right. The Exorcist, yeah. Prince of Darkness, Carpenter did it great in that. Especially having Egg Shen as the character as he is. That fuck yeah. That dude, just him and Pleasance. I mean, they like they soak they soak that that atmosphere up and oh man i'm not buying that script was written while carpenter was all coked out that's why it's so weird i think that is one of the smartest scripts ever yeah and i think he knew exactly what he was fucking doing yep now he made a bit he may have fucking had nose candy helping him you you take away the 1999 thing out of that that thing is still relevant Oh yeah, just because they date it. Yeah, yeah, that that's still a relevant movie. That's good. If you sit and pay attention and think about Prince of Darkness, I think that's the scariest movie that's ever been. Hmm. But yeah, I and I've always said I, it, the last movie that scared me was Nightmare on Elm Street. But I seen that as a kid when it, the very first night it came on HBO. See, I never got scared as a kid, even man. I don't think I watched because I was watching that when. HBO replayed it like three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I was watching it with all the lights off and being nine years old. I scared myself. Yeah, I don't think I ever had that experience of being scared in a theater. Yeah, it just 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 that Brad Dorf and fucking little Chop Top did it to me. Uh, Satcher's next question is: I've always thought car- uh, carnivals and circuses were creepy. What is your favorite movie set at a carnival or circus? Something this, something wicked this way comes. That's my favorite one. I think that's fucking a really super classic ass movie. I'm gonna throw one out there that was creepy and really cool, and I found it in the past few years. Vampire Circus. Oh, the Hammer movie? Yeah. That was kind of, quote-unquote, lost forever? Yeah. I, yeah. I've got that on Blu-ray up there, and I've never watched yeah, it. Yeah, the, they sent me that Blu-ray screener. I think you sent it to me. And I, that just it was crazy. Do you still have it? Send it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that's it. I think you sent me, like, Hands of the Ripper. Yeah. Or so I don't know. You sent me that. You sent me that life and death of a porno gang that I've never fucking seen yet. It's supposedly good. Well, I don't know. Yeah. You kept sending me the weird synapse <laughs> Japanese porno <laughs> shit. It was like cave women and fucking whipped cream, and I'm like, I'm not watching this shit. And it just went the trash. Dan, <laughs> Dan, Dan has a whole dresser drawer of those. <laughs> God damn it, synapse. <laughs> Send that shit to Dan, man. I got that shit. Oh, I did. I don't need need any incriminating evidence sitting around my house, if you know what I mean. Uh, uh, T-shirt Joe and Snow, do either of you watch Channel Zero? And if so, what do you think? No, I've heard it's really good, though. Yeah, I, I, I just like Blood Drive. It's something I have totally not gone back to check out. And I think Channel Zero is now about to be in its third season. I've heard nothing but good things. I have heard nothing but good things about uh, that Black Mirror, too. And yeah. I'm going to get in on that Black Mirror before I do Channel Zero, Joe. 
Problem is, man, this is the problem with all these all these fucking TV shows that, that I say I'm going to wait and watch them all. What I used to do is I used to work in the automotive industry, which if you do that, anybody that works there will tell you you have three to four weeks off in the middle of summer called shutdown where yeah. they retool and fix everything. I don't have that anymore. That's when I fucking binge watch everything. No, I just yeah, and plus too with all the shows out there, it yeah, there's so many. you end up missing movies, and that's like the problem I have. That's why I've considerably like I have the first season of Stranger Things. I'm gonna get to it, but uh, it just it might I, be a year. Yeah, I, it just there's stuff that I've missed, you know, and it's just too much out there because I'm I want to watch all the crappy movies. <laughs> I want to watch. Yeah, that's the problem, man. I want to watch everything, but I don't have the time to watch anything. Yep, exactly. Yeah, because like having the two weeks, like what we did when the you said we couldn't do it, it do the show. Like I thought I was going to be able to see more, and I didn't get to watch much of anything past several days because I had just stuff going on. The only TV show that I will absolutely not miss is Game of Thrones, and. That's not on until next year sometime. So I'll have to wait for my Brianna Tarth fix until then. God damn it. Uh, how many Donald Pleasances does it take to change a light bulb? Is this a John Cross question? Because I know he's on like this. Yes. Place. Oh, yeah, because he's posting pictures every day. I don't know, but as many as it needs, because the world needs, like, the world needs as much Pleasance as it can get. <laughs> Like, nobody filled that guy's shoes. Like, can you think of anybody that's, like, no. Donald Pleasant? No, type? no, and they're not the going only to. Guy, no, the only guy that comes close is is Jared Harris. You know who I'm talking about? He was the, in the Poltergeist remake, he was the Tangia. I think so. The guy who was on the fucking show that was basically the medium. He was a Zelda Rubenstein character in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the only guy. Him and the... Uh, I think he's Scottish. Braveheart's buddy. And he was in 28 Days Later, the guy that had the little girl. I think his name's Donald Gleason. I think. You know who I'm talking about. The big yeah, I British believe so. Scottish guy. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of Donald Pleasance, but... Yeah. World needs as much pleasance as he can get. Yep. Okay, you ready for more? Yeah. Okay, Tristy Nara Martin. Uh, he uh, greetings from Narleyville. This week I've been reading the Stephen King novel Salem's Lot. My question is, if it was remade in 2018, who would you choose to play the main characters? Ben, Mark, Susan, Strucker or Starker? I'm sorry. Uh. Who would you have those <coughs> characters? Um, Tristan, I will say first off, uh, the casting in the TNT remake. Uh, no, I didn't care for Rob Lowe. And yeah, Rob Lowe's never done be anything. a excellent choice, but they screwed the pooch and fucked that whole thing up. Was having Rucker Hauer Rucker as Bar- as Barlow, and wow, did they swing and miss? Because he was on screen for two minutes. That yeah, that seems like a no-brainer. Like, yeah, I want a whole fucking movie of Rutger Hauer as Barlow. Yep. But people don't listen to us. Um, I cast Gwendolyn Christie in all the roles. <laughs> <laughs> all the roles.
Christmas. Just stick one to Lynn Christmas. Oh man, who would be in this? Um, it's a good question. Patrick Stewart as Barlow. I, I would dig that. I would dig that a lot. That would. I want to put Burt Reynolds in there, like. Let me fucking, start, like, if we're gonna have a Barlow, can we throw uh, maybe Doug Jones in there, or that dude that, that always no. does the Guillermo yeah, del Toro characters? That's Doug Jones, but I feel that's too obvious. Uh, okay. I'm going with Patrick Stewart for, as Barlow. Can Ben be uh, Ethan Hawke? Absolutely, yes. Uh, we love Ethan Hawke around. Yeah, here. let's throw him in there. Michael Jai White as Black Dynamite as someone. <laughs> he could be Mark. Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah. Michael Jai White. I like that dude. Uh, let's throw uh, Christy Swanson in there as Susan. Sure, like like a 1988 Christy Swanson. Diddly friend Christy <laughs> Swanson. Diddly. That's a little bit after. I want that Christy Swanson or Piranha Christy Swanson. There you go. Now I want Swamp Shark Christy oh. Swanson in there. What about? Oh shit! I forget his name now. It's the best actor we have right now. Uh, Lady in the Water guy. Fuck, what's his name? John dies at the end guy. Uh, oh, oh the the younger dude or no, 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 Paul Giovanni? Or... Paul Giamatti, yeah. Giamatti, he's yeah. In there somewhere because he's the best actor we have right now. I say. I don't know. That that sounds like a good cast right there. Paul Giamatti. Yep. Michael Jai White. Yep. Eighties Christy Swanson. <laughs> I'm Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I'm liking that cast. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Tristan wants to know a flick that I a flick I watched yesterday called The Ritual. Totally rocked. Have you dudes seen it? If not, put it on the must see list. Yeah, we we talked about that earlier. Yep. Uh, also, you, you'll love it, Tim. You will love it. I'm, I'm gonna almost have guarantee to. You that. Uh, and I've this other one he brings up. I've been wanting to get. Uh, Tristan Gnarly Martin, my friend watched Creep 2 last night. She loved it. I actually thought it was better in the first. That's what I keep hearing. What's your thoughts on it, and would you like to see a third installment? First, I'd love to see Creep 2, but I haven't been able to. Uh, I, I, the first one was great, and I've heard nothing but that Creep 2 is better in the first one. And yes, I want a third one, and I haven't even seen the second one. Um, do you remember that, uh... Bit we used to do movies Kyle hasn't seen. Then this is, should be on yeah, it. Uh, Creep One and Creep Two should be on there, and also uh, a movie that Patricia brought up to me this week, uh, Trilogy of Terror. Yes, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. Seen any of them? Oh, Trilogy of Terror was actually a TV movie. Yeah, I know. I've never seen it. <sighs> I know. But it, dude, it, it, if you could take back watching Exorcist Two. To watch one of those, would you do that? Uh, yeah, we could do Creep next week, dude. No, I, I, well, I can't see it, but I'm just saying Exorcist 2, I know why you changed your pick. Oh, I forgot to say something about that. Yeah, man, we, uh, I, you know, we don't like to shit on movies on this show because everyone does that. Yep. I feel like that's like a fucking cottage industry. Yep. As far as the internet goes, and I was just watching it. I knew you, you hated it. Yep. And I know everyone hates it, and yeah, I know it's bad, but you know, sometimes those movies really hit the sweet spot for me. Not, not at <laughs> I got to the, I got to the tap dancing scene, and I'm just like, 
I tapped out. I was like, <laughs> nope, nah, I'll just talk about Winchester. Yeah, that movie's it. tough, man. It it's is, tough. wow, like the biggest misstep, and everyone is in it. Yeah. Everyone is in it. You know, I, I might, I'll tell you what, I will cover Exorcist 2 when they get the original version out there, because you know that was pulled from movies as it was opening to be recut. Hmm. And nobody is like the original vision or whatever you want to call it hasn't ever been seen except for like that first time. Yeah. So if that ever Scream Factory ever makes that happen, I'll fucking cover it. Okay. But I uh, doubt that ever fucking happens. Tristan wants to know on the movies you're covering tonight. I gotta say I found The Shape of Water very dull. I've heard some people say that actually. Can't say I'd watch it again. But Winchester, I'm really looking forward to seeing. No doubt by the time the episode drops, late 2018. You're right. <laughs> I have seen it by then. <laughs> you're you're not you're not off. Hey, I've been pretty good about editing lately. I got a show out last week. I'll get one out this week. Yeah, Tristan, we're gonna talk about the Shape of Water. And uh, normally we ran a week behind, so fuck you. <laughs> uh, Dano wants to know the Shape of Water is silly but fine and should have been a creature from Black Lagoon movie that jump started the Dark <laughs> Universe discuss. Actually, is that in the upcoming episode we discussed that? I think last week's maybe. Yeah, where we were discussed the whole Dark Universe thing. We really know. got into that. Yeah, because you watched The Mummy last week. Yeah, that yeah. was last episode. But I just don't know. That was such just that was just a bad idea to be from jump. It's just a fucking terrible idea from fucking word go to restart these Universal Monsters shit. I mean. Didn't you learn from, and I liked it, Dracula Untold. Didn't you learn from fucking Van Helsing? Now you're going to, like, make the same mistake a third time, dudes? Come on, man. Tom Cruise can't even fucking magic Scientology his way out of that one. But that was the thing. No one even knew Dracula Untold was part of that universe. I'm not sure it still ever was, but I like that movie. Yeah. I like Luke Evans. Fucking throw him in that Salem's Lot remake somewhere. Uh, what is it? Uh, Dan Amal wants to know what's a corn nut. A corn nut is a disgusting, disgusting fucking snack food. Yeah, I never understood the appeal of this. Yeah. Uh, he also wants to know: Do unicorns get boners? Yeah, unicorns have boners on their heads like twenty-four hours a day, man. And he wants to know why isn't Doctor Who on ice? That is a question for the ages. Doctor Who on ice would be a no-brainer. I don't know any... You're talking... I don't know. I am not a Doctor Who dude. All I know about Doctor Who is it's very British and large scarves are involved. Uh, Daleks, but fuck, I don't know. Put anything on ice. Chuds on ice, Tim. Ah, man. I got gas that needs to be on ice. Fucking... (laughs) That's it on the questions. That's it. Oh, we got another... We got more questions. I had one. Where? Uh, on my page, I gotta find it here. Okay, because I didn't see it. Yeah, I got, I got one. It popped up. Here we go. I got it. It is okay. on my own personal page. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, fucking convention regular Madge Smith wants to know where do babies come from. Oh yeah, I missed that one. <laughs> and I just said I learned everything I need to know from growing up in the hood movies. <laughs> <laughs> if you arm wrestle a girl and you lose, then that's where babies come from. 
anyway, that's the questions. <laughs> so let's talk about the the shape of water, sir. If I told you about her, the princess without voice, what would I say? Clean that lab, you get out. This may very well be the most sensitive asset ever to be housed in this facility. You may think that thing looks human. Stands on two legs, right? But we're created in the Lord's image. You don't think that's what the Lord looks like, do you? This creature is intelligent, capable of language, of understanding emotions. looks at me he doesn't know how i am incomplete he sees me as i am the natives in the amazon worship him like a god Get him out. What are you talking about? No. We need to take it apart, learn how it works. I don't want an intricate, beautiful thing destroyed. We can do nothing. I'm sorry. Don't do this, Alasa. What is she saying? Don't do this. Oh, God, it's not even human. If I told you about her, what would I say? I wonder. I, dude, I know you didn't like it, and I know quite a few people didn't it's, like no, it. No, I didn't. I didn't dislike it. It was, and it wasn't. Bo- I can't put my finger on it. I like everything about it, but I just don't think it all fit together. And, and the one, the one thing I really, I got to get into this real quick. Michael Shannon, this fucking asshole. Like, he is. I used to like this guy, but he did this interview, and I've never done this with. If I could find it, I will lay the audio in here because he did this fucking. After Trump got elected, he did this giant jackassy interview. Where he's wearing the balgan like he's some kind of fucking ship captain or some shit. <laughs> and he basically is, he, he calls every, me, everyone in the Midwest, he says something like, there's a giant red dildo that goes down the center of this fucking country that ought to just be fucking cut off that also voted for Trump and ruined everything. I'm like, motherfucker, fuck you, asshole. You don't know a goddamn thing you're talking about. I live in this fucking the Midwest, and he just, like, lumped all this fucking Midwestern in, into, like, fucking shit. And I just immediately turned on this fucking pretentious cocksucker. Well, so, I can tell you the county next to mine, pretty much everybody in that county voted for Trump. 
yeah, I knew it was, I knew it was down to the wire in Pennsylvania was a big. Yeah, the, the Westmoreland election. County, which is right next to Allegheny County, which I live in. Westmoreland well, you're part County. of that big red dildo too, then. Yeah, that Westmoreland County literally like it. Trump won in that county like ninety to ten. That's ridiculous. Yeah, well, it just, you did it with your fucking ties to Russia. Tim <laughs> I think we figured that out earlier. The shape of water, man. Yeah, like that Michael Shannon guy. I, I just can't look at that fucker in anything anymore and have any kind of fucking respect or admiration for because I used to say and I said this on the show a lot like a while ago. If they're ever gonna make a Dirty Harry fucking remake, that's your Dirty Harry is Michael Shannon. Mm. And now I don't even want to see that. So fuck that guy. Fuck the plane he rode in on. Fuck his mom, fuck his sister, fuck that guy. I just can't stand that son of a bitch. He's my David Naughton. Now, I would throw oh, a chair oh, that oh, oh, you're David Naughton. Yeah, wow. he's my David Naughton now, so wow. he's my dick. Well, I, just one thing you said in there real quick, uh, the, nothing to do with David Naughton. Um, Dirty Harry remake, I believe that's never going to happen. I certainly hope not. I don't think it's ever going to happen now, especially with the flack Death Wish is getting. Yeah, I, that's exactly where I was going to go with that. Yep. Yeah, just all the flack Death Wish is getting. Yeah, you're never seeing a Dirty Harry remake. Probably not. And, you know, I'm really honestly surprised we're seeing that. You know, with Chicago uh, the way still, it is, I'm, I'm still waiting for it out. to get pulled. I'm still waiting for that to get pulled because it got pulled right at the last second last time. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, one day I just come home from work and it's on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, which yeah. Will, which will bum me out because I know my dad will fucking drag me to that regardless. But anyway, The Shape of Water. What? Give us the rundown. I absolutely loved it. I, I knew I, you would. I absolutely loved it. One, because, yeah, yes, I am a big fan of Creature from Black Lagoon. But I liked how they got into the U.S. and Russians mm-hmm. are interested in the U.S. gets this creature and basically your boy – he once uh, tortured the bejesus at it, and it, he forms this creature forms a relationship with this janitor, basically, and she's mute, and it's actually more of a love story than anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I just I thought it was really cool. I thought it didn't. I, I thought it didn't get into where okay, the creature just starts. <laughs> destroying everything there is no the creatures trying to communicate and they tried to incorporate a fucker some of likes the... eggs what's that a fucker likes eggs yeah he likes eggs but they try you know basically yeah this could be possibly a missing link this was like they, you hear them in their dialogue he was a god in the amazon that they cherished and stuff like that and Meanwhile, the Americans are trying to catch up to Russia, and they like want to figure out how can we send somebody up into space, and maybe we'll send this creature up there, that kind of thing. It, it's like, honestly, it's kind of uh, X-File-ish yeah. extended episode. Yeah. It, it easily could have been that. And I just, I liked where Del Toro, I like everything he does, and that's part of the reason I really enjoyed this, and... I just liked everything about it, but also, too, even when the creature is trying to get away or trying to defend itself, it didn't hesitate to fucking slice someone's throat open. Mm-mm. No. And, and 
that I thought was a good thing to make sure they put that in there. Yeah, I, I, and I, I thought the the suit was beautiful. I thought I I really liked the. Story I don't know, of dude. It. That suit it just felt to me like that was a yeah. The suit's great and everything, but it's just. Like, maybe that was left over from, like, the first pass at an Abe Sapien. It's possible. I, I, I'll i be honest. When I've seen the very first trailer for that, that was the first thing that popped in my mind, and I could see how you're go- how you talking about that. But I, I just enjoyed how they took this character, irrelevant character, and made her relevant, basically. And the movie isn't all about the creature. It's about more their relationship than anything. Which is a fine way to go, but I, I don't know. I can't, other than Michael Shannon, I can't put my finger on why. Like, I didn't outright hate this movie. Well, that's okay. what I'm reading. A lot of people are sitting there saying, no one's, like, hating it. But no one, like, there's a lot, there's this group of people that, like you're saying, they can't put their finger on why they don't like the movie. I think it's the main I'm, – I'm not – and it's nothing to do with, oh, she fucks a fish, man, big goddamn deal. Yeah, yeah, that's – Or or the first five minutes she's masturbating in a bathtub. You know what? She's a norm- – maybe maybe fucking a fish man's not normal, but everybody jerking off is. Yeah, I'm going to, like, yeah. be the fucking, a fucking childish jackass. And be, oh, I, I thought, if anything, deal. it made it more of a real movie that right, way. Yeah, and I think – I just don't like that character, maybe. Like, I, I just didn't feel anything for her. I do like her black co-worker, the lady yes. from Snowpiercer. She is awesome. Yes, she's also, like, I believe from Pine Saw commercials. No, that and... is not the Pine Saw lady. <laughs> she's I, I'm telling you she is. That is not the Pine Saw lady. She's not the lady that pops her eyeballs out of her face on Ripley's Believe It or Not. That is not the Pine Saw lady, Tim. Now, yeah, she did some. I'm telling you. I guess she was in Snowpiercer. Besides Snowpiercer, she did a lot. Of, I've got her page pulled up right now. Her name is Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer. She's in yes. the stuff we we would see. She's in Shape of Water. She's in. She did like Kelgon commercials or something. Bad Santa too. She is in a Drunk History. I miss that show. Uh. A lot of stuff. She's like a lot of a lot a lot of TV. Drag yeah. me to hell. Yep. Halloween two, the remake Halloween two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where we probably have seen her. I mean, I knew her from Snowpiercer because she's fucking great. But I just, I as much shit as I fucking talked on Michael Shannon and fuck that asshole. This movie did have line of the fucking year in it, where at one point. They're trying to get the monster out, and it bites three of, or it bites, what, two or three of Michael Shannon's fingers off, and then they reattach yes. him. And he's on the phone to his superior, and they're asking him about his hand, and he's like, ah, I still got my, tr- my, my trigger my pussy finger, so I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't get my pussy finger, my ring finger, my trigger finger, so I'm all right, sir. Like, okay, that's pretty good, Michael Shannon, but you didn't write it, so fuck you. That was line of this. Ah, she was also a nurse in the Millennium episode of X Files. That's there you go. She's in the background a lot, and and, and yeah. of course, who doesn't like Richard Jenkins? I liked him in this because he's like, but that character, the gay neighbor, like 
that went nowhere. Yeah, that you have an argument there. That, and, and his fascination it with It felt the, like it was going to go – that had a purpose and yeah. it really not. I don't know. I, I, like, I don't have a lot of – other than it being kind of like spinning its wheels, maybe like it didn't have a lot to say. I do appreciate it. Man, they nailed the fucking era. Everything yeah. looked oh, fucking yeah, fantastic. Did. I think it was just – it was like le- that movie Legend. Oh. That movie sucks. But but Tim Curry it. makes it fucking awesome. Oh, that one. I thought you meant the other one. What? There's another Legend movie? Yeah, there is. A more recent one. But yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about, Tim Curry and Legend. Yeah, nobody gives Tom a Fritz. Yeah, nobody gives a fuck about Tom Cruise in that movie. It's all about Tim Curry. And, yep. And I think that's this is like maybe this fucking century's legend. Like, yeah, there's a lot of cool shit in it, but so it looks like a million bucks and Doug Jones is awesome, but just I don't care about anything else. I think that's what I'm going to chalk it up to. I don't know. It's very, I don't know. It's just there. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I hate when it's, it's vastly superior to the mummy. I will give it that. Okay. Oh yeah. I hope to God. I know and we've talked about this before. Everybody knows the Academy Awards are horseshit. That doesn't make a big goddamn, they, they think get out's a fucking comedy for fuck's sakes. I hope this wins every category it's in, because I love Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. He's like him and Peter Jackson, and uh, the guy who directed Green Room. I think they're like the closest thing that we're gonna get to, like a Carpenter or Romero, or anything like replacing those guys. So I'm all for it. And it's this one. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. It's almost like I need to fucking write a college dissertation on why I did like this and really study, but I'm not gonna. I just, it's okay. Yeah, it's like Dano said, it's fine. I don't mm-hmm. know. Anyway, you got anything else to say about it? Still got your no, pussy no, and no, your no. ring finger and your trigger finger? No. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's move on to Winchester. gargantuan seven-storied structure with no apparent rhyme or reason. Each maze of halls more confusing than the next. It's under never-ending construction. It is built on the orders of a grieving widow. Sarah Winchester is the majority shareholder of the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. You want to take it away from her? We're worried about her sanity, Dr. Price. Do you believe in ghosts, Doctor? I do not believe in anything I cannot see or study. In the air, in the walls, 
This spirit has a power we've not seen before. It has found us. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. I saw this today. I'm, I'm fresh off of... Yeah, I know you haven't seen it. Or have you? No, you haven't seen it, have you? What's that? Winchester? Winchester? No. Yeah, it's... I just, I just saw this today. And you know what? This is just like the theme of the episode. Kyle loved it. And everybody else either A, didn't see it, or B, didn't like it. It is... It's the story of... I, I've talked about this before. I've always wanted to visit the Winchester Mansion. It's in San Jose. You could go there, and it is a house built out of order. And they go into it in the movie, why she does it, and I think they... Basically, this movie's about Sarah Winchester, heiress to the Winchester Repeating Rifle Company. She's 51% shareholder. And what it is is... I can't remember this guy's name. I'm going to look him up right now. Um, shitty John Connor from The Last Terminator. Uh, ah, fuck. What's his name? That's the only thing I could uh, remember this guy from. You know who I'm talking about? Shitty John Connor that... Yeah. John Connor. Yeah. Jason Clark. Yeah. He's, he's in Zero Dark Thirties and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. What he is, is bootleg uh, Joel Edgerton. That's what he is, because he looks exactly like him. But the, he's it, it takes this really interesting turn, because what it is, is, this Jason Clark guy is playing a doctor, a psychiatrist, who is tasked by the board of directors of the Winchester Rifle Company to go and assess... Sarah Winchester's state of mind because she's building this house out of order. She's doing a lot of weird things. They want to take the company away from her. They're basically paying this guy because at the first scene, I was like, oh, this is different. He's in an opium den and he is fucked up on laudanum with hookers. So I was like, oh, well, I didn't expect to see this in my haunted house movie. And they're like, hey, we know you're in debt and you'll give us a fair favorable judgment against the Sarah Winchester. How about we pay off all your debts and we double it? You go say she's crazy. We take the company over. Everybody goes home a winner. So he, he goes to stay at the Winchester mansion and there's some ghostly shit going on from the beginning. There's three people that live there other than the constant construction that is going on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There's really only five characters in this movie. You have the doctor, Sarah Winchester, Sarah Winchester's niece and nephew who live there that are kind of looking out for her because she has really bad arthritis. And this guy who is head of the construction, he's the construction foreman. So that's all the people that are in this movie, except, and I need to look this up, I'm going to, I think Bruce Spence is in this movie. <laughs> if it's not Bruce Spence. It is not Bruce Spence. It is a guy that looks exact. No, that's not him. Son of a bitch. I thought the gyro captain was in this. Turns out, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, no, it was Bruce Spence. Yeah, it was. Shit, yeah. I knew that was him. He just looks a lot older. I love when the gyro captain shows up and shit. This movie just went through the roof. 
he is this he would be the sixth character in this movie the gyro captain who plays like the head of the i don't know servants because there's a lot of those just wandering around but ghostly shit's going on and basically this movie is like ghostbusters in 1908 and sarah winchester is she's very clear-headed but she has visited a medium and she believes that her daughter and her husband died and she could communicate with the ghosts that are haunting her of everyone who had ever been get killed by the Winchester rifle. So what she does is she, she'll she connect with a ghost and find out where that ghost died, recreate that room, which draws the ghost into that room, and then she boards it shut with 13 nails because that's a magic or something, and then communicates with the ghost, says, you know, I you can't believe how sorry I am for inheriting the Winchester and doing this to you. I'm sorry, but you can go now. And she basically busts the goats and frees them. And that's, and then they tear that room out and wait for the next ghost. That's why the construction is going on a lot. And there's ghostly shit. I thought that was fucking interesting as shit. I was like, Oh wow. And you know, the whole time I'm sitting there at the theater watching this movie, have you ever seen that movie with Oliver Reed burn offerings? Yes. That is very close to what this movie is in terms of pace and look and tone. So if you like that movie, I think you'll like this movie because it's not fast-paced. It's not insidious. It's almost like the remake of The Woman in Black that I really liked. Hmm. This, If you could have flashed the Hammer logo before this movie, I would have been surprised in, in the least. I would have been like, oh, well, fuck, hey. That makes total sense because it plays and feels like an old Hammer horror movie. Yeah. And I think that's what they were going for, and I think they achieved it because I don't like to use the word atmospheric a lot because I think the only people that can do that is like Argento. But, mm-hmm. but the Sparrow brothers who directed this, yeah, Ben, this is an atmospheric fucking awesome movie. I think this is a sleeper hit. Um, I'm trying to look up to see how – because I'm, I'm going to guess they – uh, yeah, well, well uh, it doesn't say budget, but it only made, uh, here we go, let's we'll see. I'm not subscribing to IMDb for the budget, sir. But uh, yeah, whatever it was, <laughs> it, the budget was probably mid-range, I'm going to say probably 35 to 40 million. But every cent of that is on the screen, like the house looks amazing. Everything yeah. looks fucking amazing in this movie. You can't tell computer-aided, I'm sure there's scenes in San Francisco that are computer-aided. You can't tell. It all looks like 18, or 1909, where it was set. And it's great, The fucking, it, but it only made $12 million, so I'm going to say this is super flop. But I don't believe, it doesn't deserve, just because a movie is a flop doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah, I think yeah, Helen yeah. Mirren is fucking amazing in this movie. I think this movie is goddamn great. I'm going to give it four fucking stars. I, I, the girlfriend liked it, but I know she kind of wasn't into it as much as she let on. But um, she... I, what does she know? She didn't like The Witch. And I make fun of her about, about that all the time. I'm like, Black Phillip for president. And she's like, you shut the fuck up about that goat. But yeah, man, this is... Wow. I, I was really kind of shocked and taken back. This was kind of like... 
when I saw As Above, So Below. Went in expecting, like, I knew the story because I've always wanted to go to this place and kind of fucking blew my socks off. I really loved it. And it's just as much like a mystery movie that we don't get anymore as it is a horror movie. And that's where the hammer thing goes in. But yeah, man, these Spirit Brothers, um, I'm gonna, I, I know that name sounds familiar, but I just don't know where from. Let's see what they did. Oh, here we go. This is why we like these guys, dude. You need to see this because they did Predestination, which is Ethan Hawke awesomeness. I don't think you've seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daybreakers. You like that? Oh, yes. Love that. Undead. Yes. Australian three-barreled shotgun fucking Armageddon. Yeah, these guys are great. But yeah, man, these guys, this movie's fucking fantastic. I mean, I, I can, it is slow paced. And sometimes I have a problem with that, but at no point did my mind like ever say, get the fuck on with it. Like when my mind says that it's like its own sentient thing. Like, okay, fuck this movie. My mind just told me, get the fuck on with it. That's why I don't like Suspiria <laughs> too much. <laughs> my mind tells me, I know my mind is wrong, but when, when my mind says, okay, subconsciously get the fuck on with it, I'm out. And, at any second, my mind could have told me that during this movie, but it didn't, because I think there's a fascinating story here, and I loved it. But uh, what do you think, Winchester? Were you? I know you didn't see it, but were you interested? It sounds interesting. <coughs> sounds like something I would give a chance and sit down and watch it. So it, it doesn't sound like I want to run out and grab it right this second, but it does sound like something. If I have it come across me, I'll probably watch it and yeah, check this it out. Is a, this is a one that if you sleep on it in the theater, you're going to miss anything between this and home video. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like something I would be willing to give it a chance to. Yeah, it's great. Like, if you're a fan of Hammer Horror, you'll love this movie, because I think that's... Okay. Like, yeah, because I remember the trailer, and I was kind of like, eh, I'll wait and see what happens with yeah, that. I was, I just knew I wanted to see it, because I've always been interested in the house and going there and the story and stuff. But hey, man, when are you going to ever fucking see Bruce Spence on the fucking screen, sir? You gotta Very respect, true. You got to respect the fucking gyro captain. Whoever Very casted true. this movie, they knew what the fuck was up. So, let's talk about amusement, sir. Do you know where you are, Tabitha? I realize you're in a serious state of shock. What's amusing you? Did you get to watch this? I did. I, I saw it when it came out, and I watched it again. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I didn't know if you got had the chance to watch it. Yeah. 
Um, even though it's considered a killer clown flick, he really isn't a clown that often in the Let, movie. Let's, let's date this because I feel like. Oh wait. Yeah, this is before it and the clowntergeist and. Yeah, this kind of came shit. under the radar. Yeah. I remember this coming out, and this is pre this giant resurgence of scary clowns. Yeah, this th- when this came out, it was like one of those things. You would probably find it on a list of horror movies you didn't know that were released this year or something right, like that. Right, yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's what this movie was, and that's not a bad thing. Um, I, I, I call it a under-the-radar killer clone flick more than anything. I just don't think it had the... It, well, one, it, it didn't have the cast. Right. It didn't have the name... That was you can throw on the box and it was going to immediately sell or have people talking about it. And I think that's the one thing about some of the killer clown movies and why there is a lot of bad ones, to be honest, uh, because they'll get that one name and the rest of the movie sucks a big bag of dicks or not like or you can just there's there's no you don't have to spend any money on, you know. It's not like you're doing a werewolf movie. You're doing a clown movie. Throw some shit makeup on there and presto, you got your girl a clown. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it was kind of like what this one did. But they, the, the the simple fact is basically three women. Uh, I don't I don't know what you could say. They're early twenties, whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, they like twenty six. Yeah, they they're in their early twenties. Three women. They're now being stalked and kidnapped. And basically, they're being kidnapped by this dude who is only named The Laugh. You eventually find out his name is Owen if you pay attention to the movie, but he's basically nicknamed The Laugh. And what it comes down to, it's a simple movie of they picked on him as kids, and basically he went and got sent to an asylum and went nuts and came home to a big-ass house and does a lot of weird things and decided, hey... I'm going to fuck with all three of you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to kill you, but I'm going to torture you in my rape jun- dungeon. And Somebody saw Slaughter High. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like that. It's It's got a couple of things going for it, but the whole point is it's interesting. It's decent. It paces itself well. It doesn't go stale, but it's not groundbreaking. It just It's a really – it's a decent horror film where he's torturing these girls and basically just getting them back for having a bad childhood and basically being sent off to the nuthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here's the thing I think was kind of cool, but I was expecting more killer clown stuff in it. They let you actually get the know to laugh without being a clown 24-7 throughout this movie. Right. He's yeah. doing different stuff, and you see him out of the makeup constantly, where... Uh, the one girl, the one girl, her boyfriend comes. What is it? A health inspector or something? And knocks on his door, and he basically lures him in and is like, "Hey, check out this old ass record player." And he starts winding it up, and it shoots something into his eyeball, which was pretty yeah. fucking cool. And it's just, it, it's really one of those movies is just like they go out. He goes after them. They try to get back at him. Two of them die. The one lives. She eventually kills him. And that was why I was kind of confused when you mentioned there's a, a sequel in the process. I'm like, for what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Um, there's, there's amusement part two? 
I thought you mentioned they were working on a sequel. I thought, like, maybe I read that. I don't remember what I said. I think maybe I I read that, and it was kind of like one of those things that just never happened that I read a long time ago, or maybe it was a fucking slow news week over at Bloody Disgusting. <laughs> uh, but he had to make uh, himself up, maybe. Spoiler alert. Yeah, he died. Yep. <laughs> um, but... I, I mean, I like the movie. There isn't a whole lot to talk about because I, I thought there would be more to it, but literally it is just they picked on him. He came back. This he kidnaps the, him. This is the, the first blunt. time you saw this? Yeah, this is huh. the first time I saw this movie. And I enjoyed it. I was glad I uh, sat down to watch it. I've seen some crappy Killer Clown movies. I've seen a couple good ones recently, but I've seen a lot of crappy ones. Yeah, this is not a crappy one. No, it's not a crappy one, and I give it two and a half out of four stars. I enjoyed it for what it was. It was pretty cool. They, you know, the girl who sees him getting tortured, basically, she starts laughing and realizes the situation. It, it, it's not, um, it's not one of those movies you're like, this is completely unrealistic until you figure out, like, <laughs> the very end where he gets her into a room and it's actually a back of a truck. And it's kind of like, um, yeah, that ain't happening. Yeah. But, <laughs> it just, it, but it's, I'd rather watch something like this. This is a much better version of like that captivity movie. This is a much oh, better. Oh, wow. God. This, this, whoa. That movie. I kind of want to watch that again to see if it was as bad as I remember. It just, this is the movie that I think how something like that should be done. I'll give you the better version of this movie, P2. Yeah, I I don't know if I like P2 as much as you do, but I did enjoy P2. And I think this amusement kind of fits into that genre of movies where I'm like, I got nothing bad to say about it, but I'm not going to say, you know, this is one of the going to be the best 15 movies of the year that no, I've watched. No, no, no. It's, it's a decent movie. I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad I finally got a copy of it and track, you know, check it out. I, I was happy with watching this. I just, I think it's entertaining enough that there is a good chance. I will rewatch this sometime soon again. Yeah. I'm going to go with you too. It's, it's, I don't know, man. It, it, it kind of, this movie could have been bigger and better than it than it was. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we've all seen the fucking slasher movie where the bully's picked on and comes back and gets revenge. Slaughter High. Uh, Happy birthday to me. Uh, yeah. What's the oh, other yeah. one with the fucking ten? The, like, high school ten most popular and the guy comes back and kills him. That was Happy Birthday to Me, right? Or Graduation Day or... Yeah, there, there's a bunch of those. I was going to say, Happy Birthday yeah. to Me is where the girl actually makes it out that her twin is killing everybody, and the twin actually dies. Yeah, what's the old slasher movie where they have, like, the ten popular kids that are called, like, the High School Ten, and mm. they're, they're the ones that are getting picked off. It's like It's 80s. not Graduation Day. Is that it? No, it's not. It's not? I don't believe it's Graduation Day. It's not Happy Birthday to Me. No, no, but she has friends, and there's like ten people she basically kills yeah. and sets up at a table and has a birthday cake at the end of the movie. Fuck is that movie, man? I know people are screaming it right now. <laughs> Probably, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. still know what they're talking about. Yeah, I just, I like this movie, but it could have been, 
a lot better than it was. This could have been like a Dr. Giggles level movie had it had some creativity or like you said, like a, a fucking name, like a Larry yeah, Drake but, or a... But even I will say this, the strong female character that basically helps her friends that Catherine Winnick, who's yeah, Tabitha, I liked, I, didn't like see, I liked her more than the other two. The other two seemed more annoying. Where her, like, I thought they casted her right for the right character. Now, could they have found a better actress? I think you have an argument. Well, she was in Satan's Little Helper. Yes, which is a good movie. And, and Hellraiser Hellworld, which is not a good movie. No, it's not. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to go so far as to ever watch this again, maybe. I don't know. It's okay. It's just, it's missing something. You know, when you... And that, yeah, I'm with you on that. It's, it is, and I think that something is like a, a Jeffrey Combs or a somebody that's got some career. It's like, like this is a... Oh, shut up, computer. This is a really good, like mid-card wrestler but the only yes. thing holding it back is no charisma you know what i mean like you, that guy that's really good at everything he just doesn't have any fucking charisma to to sell it to sell you 100 percent complete but that's what i i don't know man it's just no and i think you're on the right track yeah but totally before i forget i've news and i posted this oh, earlier God, news Children of the Corn I don't, run away. I don't fucking care. <laughs> when you say new Children of the Corn or new Hellraiser to me, I'm just like, I don't fucking care. I need, I need to have it. I need to see it. So who's the stock name in this one? I know you had like Fred Williamson in the one. Uh, well, Billy Aaron Drago in, was in the last yeah, one. Billy Drago. Who's in this one? John Google, uh, Googler, Googler Google? is the director. Hey, now you've got me interested. That guy did Feast. Yeah. Or Feast 2. I don't remember which one, but... He did Feast. He did... He, I think he did the first two of us. We're looking this up. Yep, that's what I'm doing right now. Children of the but Corn, yeah. Runaway. The, yep. Because oh. the last one is 2009. That was like Genesis or something. That's the one with... Uh, Billy Drago's in that, and then the remake came out. <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck? There's no horror, like, dude in this. There's no fucking nope. anchor, like, like actor anchor to this movie. <laughs> but there is somebody named Khaki Poach. Okay. <laughs> oh, Khaki. <laughs> it's their kid, Khaki. And she plays a mom in this. Yeah, her name's Khaki. That's hilarious. Well, Khaki. Hey, she was in a movie called Prison Rodeo. Whoa, what? Sweethearts of the Prison Rodeo. That sounds like some porno. <laughs> some real specific kind of fucking fetish porno. We're going down some wormholes. Yeah, that's like a bug. Maybe we need to contact John Cross because we made a new kind of genre of porn, like fucking rodeo clown porn. I don't know, but yeah, amusement, I could be like, yeah, if you're into that kind of thing, you might like this. I don't know if I'd recommend it, but anyway. 
That's that's amusement, I guess. What do you got for next week, sir? Dude, I'm doing what you don't want me to do, so I'm doing it anyhow. I gotta do Python and Python 2. Oh, shit, I don't have to watch two fucking crappy snake movies. Which one's got Pat Morita? Neither, that's King Cobra, God damn, damn it. it, I don't even get fucking Mr. Miyagi in my shit Python movies. You got Casper Van Dien and Robert England in one. I don't give a fuck. Does Robert England play as reoccurring, like, pirate character? And Jenny McCarthy and Will Wheaton. Uh, does Jenny McCarthy get her boobs out? I don't know. Does she vaccinate it- her kid? Yeah, I'd, I'd, wish, I'd wish somebody punched her in the face. That would have been awesome. Why are people like, that is one conspiracy thing that I never understood. That and Flat Earth. Like, where did this <laughs> gain ground? When did all of a sudden Jenny McCarthy fucking, like, get street cred? Yeah, I didn't I didn't vaccinate my kids because that gives them all. Because society has You're got... You're fucking Jenny McCarthy. Dude. Who are... What the fuck do you know about anything? Shut up. Exactly. And then the next thing you know, nobody's vaccinating their kids. Good job. And they were all proven wrong, and she doesn't face any lawsuits and made a zillion dollars off the stupid-ass book she wrote and wish she would go down in flames. Well, maybe she's smarter than we give her credit for. I don't care. I still wish somebody would brick her in the face. God. Has she fucked herself up with plastic surgery yet? Because she feels like one of those people that would do that. Yep. Oh, damn it. Because she was hot as shit. That, that bums yep. me out when people do that. Anyway, uh, um, I'm going to pick a good one. And I, okay. Because I'm I pretty, picked a good one. I don't know. It's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> debatable. I'm going to let you pick. Either I'm going to cover in the mouth of madness or... Della Morte, Della Morte, a.k.a. Cemetery Man. Uh, go with the Carpenter one, In the Mouth of okay, Madness. we'll do In the Mouth of Madness next week, because I have been... That's worth revisiting. I don't know, man. It don't got no khaki poach in it. <laughs> I feel like I need some khaki poach in my life. <laughs> yeah, so next week we got two shitty fucking snake movies that I'm not looking forward to watching, and In the Mouth of Madness, that I haven't watched in about six or seven years. It has a really uh, special place in my heart. So what do you got to pimp, and what is going on with Gross Fest, sir? Uh, right now... Addison uh, Bacon's showing the fuck up. Yep, he's a vendor there. Uh, honestly, uh, I'm always here at Bloodbass and Boomsticks, gross, grossmoviereviews.com. But what's going on at Gross Fest? Uh, we're doing pretty good so far, actually. Uh, if somebody's check comes through this week official we have literally sold three quarters of the vendor spaces and we're a little under six months to go so we're doing something right and things are really looking forward i uh, part of the reason i didn't get to watch as many movies i was doing a lot of like answering emails this week and talking to some filmmakers who (laughs) wanted to send films or maybe not send films i was doing a lot of that stuff colluding with them yeah, well, you know, that too, you know, is because, you know, it is Russia. Yeah. They like to send me movies, and if they keep making the, the uh, Russian Avenger movies, I'm fine with that. And then maybe Russia should take over. Huh? Yeah, movies like that, I'm, you know, I'm not all, not, not against that at all. So, but yeah, the, like I said, Gross Fest seems to be coming along, which is cool, but. Oh, you know what we didn't so, do this week? What's that, sir? We didn't check if we got any rondos. 
<laughs> I almost wrote that down <laughs> when you weren't getting online. <laughs> I almost put it on your page. What are you doing, counting all the rondos we have? <laughs> I don't know. Let me check the ticker to see the official count here. I am survey said. Zero point zero. Mm. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> Zero rondos, son of a bitch. One day, Tim Gross. One day. Anyway, yeah, next week. Dude, if we we would, I want to know if we can actually show up for it. I don't know. Do they even have that convention? I don't know. I don't know. Does it matter? Wasn't that the Fright Night Film Festival where I first met you and then that kind of... I don't know. Maybe I'm getting my conventions mixed up, but... I don't know. Didn't, I'll be honest. I don't know. That didn't Fright Night like go down as like maybe some shady shit went down and then that kind of morphed into a, something else and now it's I don't know. I have to look. I I know it's morphed a couple of times. Yeah, I don't know into what anymore. I don't know. Who fucking knows with this shit anymore, and I don't pay attention to it to be totally honest because uh, if we win a rondo, I'm making a rondo myself and we're gonna accept it at Wasteland, drunk as shit. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to shoot a video. Yeah, we're going to shoot the fucking we're, promo. We're going to have shit pants give us the Ronda. <laughs> shit pants? I don't know what you're talking about, shit pants. Shitsky. Oh the, dude had, the dude had shit on his pants. He pooped himself. At Wasteland? Yeah. I don't remember Shitsky. Oh, there's a dude walking in the hallway constantly doing shit himself. For real. Yeah. That's what kind of you know what that, that either him or I want the two Miami Vice dudes to show up again. <laughs> the ones that arrested Crater. Yeah, <laughs> pictures of that. The two guys dressed up like Crockett and Tubbs that just come in and arrested our buddy. And we got to get the clown that sells porn. <laughs> get him oh to no, no, I don't want to. I don't want to anywhere near that weird porn selling clown, man. Because that guy's probably got some shady shit that you don't call. <laughs> I'd be willing to guess. I would be willing to fucking. Well, no, no. What we need to do is fly out werewolf mechanic to fucking old Greasy Pete to give us the fucking. It was at that point that my audio recorder completely crashed. It was like the third time in the show that it crashed. Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, there was only seconds to go left in the show, so you didn't really miss anything. But, uh. Hey, everybody, thanks for writing in, and thanks for all the feedback. Thanks for not nominating us for a Rondo Award, you bunch of jerks. But anyway, uh, we'll be back next week with some other movies. I don't remember what they were right now, but anyway, for Tim, who's not around right now, and me, Kyle, uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Turn out the lights. The part is over. They say that all good things must end Call it a night The part is over And tomorrow starts the same old thing again Hello, I'm Brian Blessed Have you heard Gordon's Alive? Yeah! It's for us Everyone of us, it's time for the body and the rebellion of the whole of the time of the
Well, I thought Backdoor Gangbangers was a gangster film. Bollocks! Bingo! Let's do it! Are you retarded? I am the Fisher King. Swim into my London. Eat what you bloody well like. Chunky monkey. I haven't had a single sniff from the ladies. Oh, nonsense, woman. We'll do it over the bar. I'm Brian Blessed. You should see my cock. The King of France has a face like a beggar's ballback. Where do they do hot? That last hole's impossible. It'd be easier to chip a ball up a dog's ass. I'm the king! Bullets! Still a virgin? Sort your act out. Oh, shut up and make me a rich. My son, get in there! I'm paraphrasing here. I'm the king! Kiss my feet and... Kiss my ass. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.